People always debate it. Who's the greatest player of all time? Dumb question. It should be who's the greatest team of all time. WGAG Radio. Sorry, Showtime. WGAG Radio. Back to back. WGAG Radio. First three P. WGAG Radio. Even with the flu. WGAG Radio. No push off. WGAG Radio. And my favorite. Tough to beat that. What? You think there's someone else? Prove it. Mind Control, MK Ultra USA 19. Shall we begin, boys and girls? Is the water warm? 90 seconds. Let's go. That's why, you know what? You're absolutely right, DeBrock. That's why he, that, listen, that's why he needs niggas watching his emotion picture. Watching his emotion picture and shit. All right. MK Ultra USA. We're in nineteen fifty three, baby. In nineteen fifty three the CIA officer Richard Hams chose Dr. Sidney Sixty Gottlieb. Seconds. Gottlieb. Gottlie. 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 Yeah, I say it like that. Gottlie. All right, so in nineteen fifty three the CIA officer Richard Hams chose Dr. Sidney Gottlie to run the TSS, that's the Technical Service Staff. The TSS was given the job, TSS was given the job of developing poisons to assassinate political opponents, truth serum drugs for interrogating spies, and mind control techniques to create robot assassins or unwitting double agents. Okay. Woo. Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Ten seconds. Sidney Gottlieb. Remember the CIA officer Richard Hams chose Dr. Sidney Gottlieb. So Gottlieb used Nazi scientists and what the fuck? Give me one second. Uh, Gottlieb used Nazi. Oh, let me enhance this for a second. Give me a second, motherfucker. I can't see shit. Gottlieb used Nazi scientists and their state-of-the-art mind control techniques that had been perfected in concentration camps using victims of the Holocaust. Did you hear that? Nazi scientists and their state-of-the-art mind control techniques that had been perfected in concentration camps using victims of the Holocaust. Operation Paperclip recruited 9,000 Nazi scientists to help the U.S destroy the USSR. Some of these scientists were known as programmers, people skilled in the art of breaking down and controlling the human mind. Joseph Mengel and others experimented extensively with children and adults using mescaline electroshock therapy, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, torture, 
rape, starvation, and trauma bonding. Menjail was so successful using the technique of trauma bonding that survivors today still exhibit a profound affection. You hear this shit? Motherfucker. Take it back. Some of these scientists were known as programmers, people skilled in the art of breaking down and controlling the human mind. Joseph Mengele and others experimented extensively with children and adults using mescaline, electroshock therapy, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, torture, rape, starvation, and trauma bonding. I hate to tell you, motherfuckers, some of you is under trauma bonding and don't even fucking know it. Uh... Menjail was so successful using the technique of trauma bonding that survivors today still exhibit a profound affection for their torturer, referring to Menjail as Beautiful Joseph. Dr. Greenbaum, L. Wilson Green, was a Jewish doctor who the Nazis coerced to participate in their experiments at Auschwitz. This individual whose code name was Dr. Green came to the U.S. after World War II and began to experiment on adults and children for the military and the CIA. The military and the CIA copied the Nazi methodology and began numerous programs of their own. The first CIA program was known as MKUltra. The MK is an abbreviation for the German words for mind control, control with a K. (laughs) To avoid confusion, the dozens of mind control operations would be referred to as generally as MKUltra. According to MKUltra documents and sources, the methodology of mind control works best when severe trauma is administered by the age of three years old. Now I understand why niggas beat their kids at three years old, two years old. I never could understand that shit. Why the fuck are you doing that shit to your child? I'm going to do this again. I'm going to do this again. Y'all hear me? Listen, according to MKUltra documents and sources, the methodology of mind control works best when severe trauma is administered by the age of three years old. Severe trauma, such as rape, applied at the age of three will cause the personality to split or dissociate in an attempt to shield the mind from memories of events too painful to endure. The psychiatric team is dissociative. Fuck. The psychiatric team is dissociative. Fuck. The psych... I'm still stuck on that last line. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm going to open up the mic just in case my... um, Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. I got to find the mic. Um, 667, did you mean to push one? 667-294. Going once. Going twice. Six six seven two nine four. Your mic is open. Yay, nay. Okay. Um, all right. Let, let me let me let me get a breather on this shit. Yo, what the fuck. According to the MKO. No, I'm not reading that line again. 
fuck. <laughs> According to this is the fucking see this is your government, okay? Still today. According to MK Ultra documents and sources, the methodology of mind control, the methodology of mind control works best when severe trauma is administered by the age of three years old. Severe trauma such as rape applied at the age of three will cause the personality to split or dissociate in an attempt to shield the mind from memories of events too painful to endure. The psychiatric term is dissociative identity disorder and can be produced accidentally or purposefully. The three faces of Eve is the story of multiple personality disorder or MPD, DID that had been created by childhood abuse. The Pell Hardup case, P-A-L-L-E, y'all got sound over there? The Pell Hardup case, I'm opening up my mic. The Pell Hardup, uh, hold on, give me a second. Y'all got sound in the after party, right? Yay, nay, no, what? Everybody dropping off? The Pell Hardup case, thank you, Ty. The Pell Hardup case, P-A-L-L-E, Okay, the pale. I'm just going to say pale. You smart, educated Negroes say whatever, however you want to pronounce it. The pale hard up case is an um, example of purposefully created MPD, multiple personality disorder, that was used to create a robot assassin. MPD can be created by a therapist in an effort to manipulate the human mind. Stay the fuck away from Psychic trauma and creation of multiple personalities may be caused by the ritual sacrifice of animals and humans. Trauma causes the dissociation. The programmer will use triggers and hypnosis to call forth the created personality known as an alter personality. Only 20% of the general personality is easily hypnotizable, but trauma at an early age makes people vulnerable to dissociation and thus hypnotizable. Typically, the programmer might wear a rabbit suit and sacrifice a rabbit in front of the child victims. The image of the rabbit, a phrase from Alice in Wonderland, or similar paired images are used as the triggers to call forth the alter personality. And y'all follow? Y'all hear this? Y'all, please tell me y'all paying attention. Or oh, did spell the sleep get to you already? The fuck? The method works best when the trauma is repeated around six years of age. Let me take it back. Only 20% of the general population is easily hypnotizable, but trauma at an early age makes people vulnerable to dissociation and thus hypnotizable. Typically, the programmer might wear a rabbit suit and sacrifice a rabbit in front of the child victims. The image of the rabbit, a phrase from Alice in Wonderland, 
or similar paired images are used as the triggers to call forth the alter personality. The method works best when the trauma is repeated around six years of age. A few years later, the child victim's IQ test and personality tests are evaluated to determine whether the child may be trained in assassination, sexual blackmail, drug courier, or other role. Years later, the subject may be hypnotized and used for operations, but would be consciously aware of the sense of lost time only. Gottlieb concentrated on the use of LSD for mind control and exotic poisons and drugs for political assassins. He gave LSD to an unknowing fellow scientist, Frank Olson, who worked for the Army Chemical Corps Special Operation Division, SOD, at Fort Detrick, developing biological weapons. Olson committed suicide by jumping through a window on the 10th floor of a hotel. Gottlieb concealed his actions and the Olsen family was unaware of the cause of his suicide until 27 years later when the facts emerged during hearings on CIA abuses. The link between Gottlieb and Olsen illustrates how the development of different elements of mind control are entwined with biological and chemical weapons developed, radiation testing, and the building of Manchurian candidates. During hearings in the 1970s, Congress uncovered the fact that the CIA gave LSD to thousands of unwitting United States adults and children for 11 years in an effort to perfect mind control techniques before dropping the technique in favor of more technologically advanced methods. Besides the death of bioweapons, expert Frank Olson, the death of the world's best tennis player, Harold Blom, resulted from a mescaline overdose administered by doctors experimenting in mind control research. How many other deaths and injuries resulted besides these high-profile cases will never, will never be known? MK Ultra had 149 sub-projects that encompassed nearly every aspect of human behavior in social science. In the 1977 Senate hearings, former CIA Director Stanfield Turner stated that the program's institutions, including 44 universities, 15 private companies, 12 hospitals, and three prisons. Don't go to any of them. The areas explored included radiation, electroshock, paramilitary devices and materials, anthropology, graphology, psychiatry, psychology, and sociology. MK Ultra Subproject 119 was the foundation of all non-lethal weapons programs currently active and included a summary of five areas. A, bioelectric sensors. Now they have cell phone sensors, smart sensors now. 
bioelectric sensors, sources of significant electrical potential and methods of pickup. B, recording, amplification, electronic tape, and other multi-channel recording. C, analysis, autocorrelators, spectrum and an- spectrum analyzers, etc., in coordination with automatic data processing equipment. And D, standardization of data correlation with biochemical, physiological, and behavioral indices. E, techniques of activation of the human organism by remote electronic means. This memo was dated August 17, 1960. And when viewed with other evidence that was not destroyed, shows significant interest in radio frequency, RF weapons, radio frequency weapons, and direct control of human behavior at a distance. This aspect of the research is where the greatest modern emphasis has been, rather than chemical or biological agents, both of which violate treaties. This E right here, Radio frequency weapons and direct control of uh, of human behavior at a distance. Um, if somebody can let us know when did they start putting those towers up, you know, in all the neighborhoods and stuff like that, you know what I'm talking about? Those towers, yeah, all those towers with that light blinking and shit every fucking where. Oh, that's what did it for me, Alan Dulles. Now we're going to Alice Dulles. Alan Dulles and his brother, John Foster Dulles, designed the CIA for Cliff... No, all wrong. Alan Dulles and his brother, John Foster Dulles, designed the CIA for Clark Clifford, the author of the NSA Act of 1947. Alan Dulles had been the top OSS agent in Switzerland during the war, where he met frequently with Nazi officials and monitored U.S. investments in Germany. (laughs) He held an executive position with Standard Oil. The Dulles brothers were both partners in the Wall Street firm of Sullivan and Cromwell, still the most powerful firm of its kind. John Foster would go on to be Secretary of State for Eisenhower, while Allen was head of the CIA. Allen Dulles was fired by Kennedy in 1961 after the failed Bay of Pigs invasion of Cuba. Allen Dulles became the lead investigator of the Warren Commission that found Oswald to be the lone gunman. Dr. George Estabrooks, was prominent in the American hypnosis scene from the 1920s to the 1970s, head of Colgate University's Department of Psychology. He published over 60 articles and several books on hypnosis. Esther Brooks' expertise was used by both the OSS and the FBI. As soon as the OSS began, George Esther Brooks, 
He was born in 1885, died in 1973. So as soon as the OSS began, George Estabrook started traveling to Washington, D.C. Estabrook's viewed persons who were susceptible to hypnosis, 20% of the general population, as fodder for any, hypnos- for any hypnotist notion of higher purpose, be it research, profit, patriotism, or his own personal entertainment. His attitude echoed that of Dr. Cook, who in 1927 advised beginning hypnotists to boldly develop a stable of hypnotic subjects. First, secure a good subject and practice upon him until you can hypnotize him with absolutely no difficulty and then place him in the profound somnambulistic am, amnesic amnesic amnes, amnestic uh, amnesic basically put the motherfucker on the amnesia stages of hypnosis next secure two or three more subjects and develop them and thus gradually add to the number the hypnotic state is referred to as somnambulistic or amnesic, amnesic by Dr. Cook because the subject was unaware of the missing time and unknowing of his other life, the time he spent under hypnosis. Esther Brooks promoted the use of hypno-programmed spies by both the military and police. He suggested that police agents could gather information from the criminal class if allowed a free hand, the authorities could proceed to plant such prepared subjects, always with the ideal of obtaining information which might sooner or later be of real use to the police. Did I just read that part right? Esther Brooks. Wait a minute. Esther Brooks promoted the use of hypno programs by both the military and police. So the majority of your police officers are hypnotized still to this day. I'll read that part again where he says he suggested that police agents could gather information from the criminal class if allowed a free hand. This is, quote, if allowed a free hand, the authorities could proceed to plant such prepared subjects, always with the ideal of obtaining information, which might sooner or later be for real use to the police. That's hypnotism on page 191. So during World War II, Esther Brooks claimed to have created unwitting couriers. U.S. soldiers were hypnotized, and a second shell personality was created and given a detailed message. The soldier reported to his contact was hypnotized again and gave his secret message. The couriers were unaware of their mission and could not knowingly divulge its contents. Estabrook stated that this and other mind control programs were operational during World War II. Estabrook envisioned an elaborate infiltration operation of a foreign government targeting key officials who could control events in that nation. Let me stop right there for a second and ask a question that has nothing to do with this, but it does. 
and y'all ain't got the answer to this shit because I don't think you, you ain't got the answer for it, but the question is something to ponder. Whatever happened to all them goddamn, uh, who was it, Haitian that ended up under a fucking bridge in Texas? I guess that was the end of that. No update on that, right? Was it, wasn't it Haitians or somebody? You remember? It was just several months ago. Exactly. I guess when people never really fucking cared, they decided to tell everybody go back home and pay their ass, what, $20 a day, $100 a day for acting. Let's move on. Yeah, and whatever happened to the motherfuckers at the border? The whole border issue is over with now, huh? Uh-huh. All that shit is over, huh? Yeah, what the fuck ever. Anyway. <laughs> All actors just pay <laughs> Yeah, I got them pay them $100 a day, $40 a day for that shit off. Play with the fuck. Play with your minds and shit. Y'all believe anything you fucking see on TV, even the shit you see outside of TV. All right. During World War II, Esther Bush claimed to have created, I did that already, and I want to read that again, on knowing hypnotic subjects could be placed in a key position. Ah. I need to read that again because I started thinking about a whole bunch of bullshit these motherfuckers was playing on people. That's why I had to ask that question. Something for you to just. Enjoy the question and not try to give an answer because there is no answer to this shit because it's all bullshit. Esther Brooks envisioned an elaborate and infiltration operation of a foreign government targeting key officials who could, who could, who could, who could control events in that nation. Unknowing hypnotic, unknowing hypnotic subjects, those subjects that didn't know they was under hypnosis, could be placed in key positions sound familiar, and could be controlled without their being aware. Did y'all hear that shit? Isn't that what's still happening? Unknowing hypnotic subjects could be placed in key positions and could be controlled without their being aware. Without them being aware. Assassins who were programmed to kill would do so with no memory of the act or their motivation. This was verified by an MK Ultra sub-project that put two 19-year-old girls under hypnosis, convincing one of the girls that she was to wake her friend and if she did not wake, to pick up a pistol and shoot her. The girl did exactly that and denied the deed when she was brought out of hypnosis. Esther, that's the same thing they did to the bitch when they created that Roe versus Wade. But who the fuck am I? You still believe that bullshit? You believe that? Prior to you niggas knowing anything about Roe versus Wade, is what they created this little bitch to say these things happened to her, to say that she was raped and pregnant and all that other type of shit so that they can start putting abortions on the books. And that's how the fuck the shit happened. Then about 30, 40 years later, the bitch woke up. Obviously, she came back to her senses. And you should hear the uh, interview of that bitch, okay? 
you could tell that bitch could even barely know, even she was even under hypnosis at that point, given the interview, that none of that shit happened. Even she was still under hypnosis saying none of that shit happened. For real. Look at this shit. This shit is wild. God damn, you motherfuckers be quoting court cases like that shit was real. They fake this shit. Everything is fucking fake. It's not real. None of that shit. None of them. I'm telling you. This shit here, man, they've been playing you motherfuckers and your mamas and daddies and daddies, daddies and mamas, mamas. None of that shit is fucking real. They drill them court cases in your head to make that motherfucker think that shit is fucking real. And they even made you niggas believe that you was fucking slaves. All of that shit is under MK Ultra. Because if you go back to the 191800, the early 1800s, no, man, nigga was a fucking slave. Niggas owned movie theaters, car dealerships, every fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Go back further to the 1800s, all that type of shit, man. You see it all. But they, and they draw the picture to make you fucking believe that shit. And they write the narrative to make you believe it. They put so many of your favorite Negro slaves, Negro famous Negroes in the book and have them even saying that they were fucking slaves of a slave of a slave. Them motherfuckers was under hip goddamn gnosis in the 1900s. They was under hypnosis. They were not fucking slaves. They believed that shit. Boy. Anyway. Tell a nigga today there was no such thing as slavery. They would believe it. That shit. 20% of the population in the 1950s could be mind fucked. What do you think the, the number is today? What do you think the number is by the time the 70s hit? The 80s hit? The 90s hit, 2000 hit, 2002 hit, 2004, 2006, 2010, 2013, 2018, 2020, 2022. What do you think the numbers on that? Shush. Hmm. Anyway, the girl did exactly that and denied the deed when she was brought out of hypnosis. Esther Brooks described in detail what it would take to program an unknowing subject. He estimated that 10 hours of programming would be enough to accomplish his basic intention, but he recommended a 10-month regimen for personalities that were to be highly split and specially trained. That's why they call television a program, don't they, Ty? And now, back to your regular scheduled program. Everything is fucking deprogramming. Turn on the radio, it's programming. Turn on TV, it's programming. Turn on the fucking internet, it's programming. Turn to the nigga next to you running his fucking mouth, he's fucking programmed. (laughs) Turn to the nigga to the left of you running his fucking mouth, he's fucking programmed. Especially fucking trained. He described a method of programming a double agent whose unconscious mind, oh, Holy Tablets, Chapter 7, whose unconscious mind would be loyal to his country, but whose conscious mind would be loyal to whatever country that was being infiltrated and reported on. And his normal waking state, which we will call personality A, or PA, 
this individual would become a rabid communist. He would join the party, follow the party line, and make himself as object, object, objectionable as possible to the U.S. authorities. Then we develop personality B. We call it PB. His second secondary personality, the unconscious personality, is a rapidly American and anti-communist. It has all the information possessed by personality A, the normal personality, whereas PA, personality A, does not know about the shell, personality B. He's some slick bastard. This is what he say. My super spy plays his role as a communist in the waking state, aggressively and consistently, fearlessly. But his personality B is a loyal American. And personality B has all the memories of personality A. As a loyal American, he will not hesitate to divulge these memories. Goodness gracious. Dr. Ewan or Ewan, whoever the fuck, Cameron, I know that. He was mentioned in the files. Dr. Cameron was president of the American and Canadian Psychiatric Association. He ran the Allen Memorial Institute, which was founded in 1943 with funds from the Rockefeller Foundation. Cameron studied the Nazis at the Nuremberg trials and eventually became one of the most influential and powerful psychiatrists in the world. Nazi paperclip scientists made their, influ- made their way into the CIA and military-sponsored mind-control programs here in the United States and Canada. Some of these scientists, according to Colonel L. Fletcher Prouty, were friends of Dr. Cameron. This is what he says. If you get a hold of a directory of the American Psychiatric Association in and around 1956 or 1957, you'll be surprised to find that an enormous percentage of individuals listed are foreign-born. Mostly, they came out of Germany and Eastern Europe in a big wave. They were all called technical specialists, but really they were psychiatrists. They went into jobs at universities mostly, but many were working on these unconventional mind control programs for the United States intelligence. These would go to people like Dr. Cameron in Canada, end quote. That's from Constantine, page three. Money for Cameron's operation came from the CIA funneled through Cornell Society, for the investigation of human ecology, the systematic annihilation or depatterning of a subject's mind and memory was accomplished with overdoses of LSD, barbiturate sleep for 65 days at a stretch, and an ECT shocks at 75 times the recommended dosage. Psychic driving the repetition of a recorded message for 16 to 20 hours a day, programmed the empty mind. The grid room 
was where the patient was forcibly strapped to a chair, paralyzed with a dose of curare, head covered in electrodes and transducers. The subject's brain waves were beamed to a nearby reception room filled with radio receivers, voice analyzers, and recorders. Cameron's employee, Rubenstein, was serious when he said that Dr. Cameron and himself would one day become the world's authorities on continuous radio telemetry of human activity. The lanky 28-year-old ex-Army single man, sing, how long, how long, how long, signal, signalman. The lanky 20-year-old old ex-Army signalman envisioned a time would come when there would be no secrets of the mind that we cannot probe electrically. They got that shit now. All the psychiatrists had all the psychiatrists had to do was ensure a continuous supply of patients and the wise cracking cockney would create the electronic equipment that would enter the deepest corners of their minds. End quote. Dr. Cameron had accepted the technician's claim without quibble. Cameron had finally given the go-ahead for part of the Institute's basement to be turned into a radio telemetry laboratory. Rubenstein enthused that his purpose would be not only to measure behavioral activities of patients more closely, but would also provide the groundwork for a system that could be used to monitor human activity at a point remote from the subject under study. Microsoft cryptocurrency using human body activity. In other words, Rubenstein added, we'll develop a system that will keep tabs on people without their knowing what we're getting from them. If you fuckers, in other words, we'll develop a system that will keep tabs on people without their knowing what we're getting from them, without them even knowing. Cameron and Rubenstein considered this telemetry, telemetry. Okay, Cameron and Rubenstein considered this telemetry lab the foundation of a sprawling psychopolitical apparent, quote, that will keep tabs on people without them Knowing. That's the whole world, isn't it? The Canadian government settled a class action lawsuit by 250 former patients of Dr. Cameron, but no person or institution has ever been disciplined or punished for these activities. This is the one I played, y'all. Remember the... um documentary on Dr. Cameron's patients. Remember the woman? It was two women and a man. Do y'all remember? Yeah, you late, Miss Vivian. Girl. The great day. Uh, do y'all remember? Remember the fat lady? She ended up having to take 26 medications every fucking day, right? 
the fat lady, the husband, and he was, remember that? This is Dr. Cameron, Linda McDonald. That's her ass. She's coming up now. Linda McDonald was 25 years old in 1963 when Dr. Cameron treated her for mild postpartum depression. She received 102 ECT treatments, 80 days of drug-induced sleep, and emerged completely depatterned, totally incontent, incontinent, unable to state her name, recognize her husband and children. She had to relearn how to drive, cook, read, and use a toilet. Eventually, unlike many patients of Cameron, she made a complete recovery but still has no memory of the first 25 years of her life. Cameron was the premier psychiatric of the 20th century, and having studied Nazi scientists at the Nuremberg trials, replicated many of their methods and sought their assistance in the race to control the human mind. Cameron's mind control experiments were one program out of many programs run by the CIA, the Navy, the Air Force, the U.S. Army, and others. Goodness gracious. Is it still going on today, boys and girls? You'll be a fool to say no. MK Ultra 1960s, 1970s. I think I should stop there and do that for it. Nope, can't do it Thursday, can't do it Friday because God damn it. Thursday, figure with my Tahuti mind control. And Friday is. Holy Tablets Mind Control. MK Ultra, 1960s. Y'all want me to give y'all the 1960s and 70s of MK Ultra? Now? Now or never. MK Ultra, 1960s and 1970s. So, back to Richard Hams. Richard Hams was picked by the CIA director, John McCone, to run the Dirty Tricks Department after the Bay of Pigs. Hams became DCI in 1966, destroying the archive on MK Ultra when he left in 1972. Hams was a product of the Eastern Establishment. His grandfather was president of the Federal Reserve and had interviewed Hitler as a UP reporter. You hear this shit? What up, Sugar P? Hey, babe. Did y'all hear that shit? His daddy was the goddamn president of the Federal Reserve. Hams, in the tradition of Gottlieb, was a Machiavellian character that used paperclip scientists and would stop at nothing to win. He advocated low-intensity warfare, transmitting strategic subliminal messages to the brains of enemy populations. He advocated the U.S. of high frequencies to affect memory and the unconscious mind. In a 1964 memo to the Warren Commission, he mentions biological radio communication, BRC, biological radio communication. Cybernetics can be used in molding of a child's character. The inculcation of knowledge and techniques, the amassing of experience, the establishment of social behavior patterns, all functions which can be summarized as control 
of the growth process of the and always after the fucking kids. And I tell you that shit. The fuck? This is this is bastard's memo. Who the fuck are we talking about? Him. Him. My, this this is nineteen sixty four. In a memo to the Warren Commission, he mentioned biological radio communication. Cybernetics can be used in molding of a child's character. The inculcation of knowledge and techniques. The amassing of experience. The establishment of social behavior patterns. All functions, which can be summarized as control of the growth processes of the individual. And you swore you raised your own child. We ain't raised a goddamn thing. Ain't nobody fucking raised naturally. Ain't this a bitch? <laughs> you ain't raised your baby. I ain't either, goddamn it. I was trying, though, consciously. They sent them dumbass, goddamn, microwave, brain-ass motherfuckers into my life. Oh, my goodness. When you intuitively know something ain't right, and you fight to protect the baby, and you lose because you're outnumbered. Listen, motherfucker, this cybernetics can be used in molding of a child's character the inculcation of knowledge and techniques, the amassing of experiences. No experience. The amassing of experience. The establishment of social behavior patterns. All functions, which can be summarized as control of the growth process of the individual. Dr. Stephen Aldrich. Y'all ready for him? Dr. Stephen Aldrich took control of the Office of Research and Development in 1962 from Gottman. Aldrich started Operation Often, an investigation into the occult with the help of Houston sorceress Sybil Leak. Oh, your government can use sorceress. And put everybody else on the mind fucking control like being a sorceress is fucking wrong. They gonna use them motherfuckers. But your religious leaders who's on the mind fuck tell you to stay away from anybody that fucks with that sorcerer shit. You see this shit? So these research and development also started Operation Often, an investigation into the occult with the help of Houston sorceress Sibel Leak. CIA Behaviorists carefully studied every aspect of the occult underground. In 1972, the Scientific Engineering Institute, SEI, sponsored a course at the University of South Carolina in rituals of demonology and voodoo. I'm so done. I'm so motherfucking done. I'm so fucking done. I'm done. I'm fucking, I'm not reading no more of this shit. I'm so fucking, you, you hear this shit? You, but that got 
goddamn black ass mind fuck pastor telling your ass all that but the got see the government can but you can't. You start studying that shit, your whole nigga, negro dumbass mind fuck family gonna call you crazy and all types of shit and sick and evil. Look at this do you fuck the C E I and the C I A the Scientific Engineering Institute and was a CIA cutout that had been set up in 1950 fucking six to study radar. This is it. I'm what the fuck? And you motherfuckers scared of a goddamn Ouija board? I bet them fucking kids at South Carolina University would have to use that shit. You fucking scary piece of shit and you waiting on some goddamn hand to come out the fucking sky and grab you and take you in his bosom. This is some ridiculous dumb shit. This is the most dumbest. This is why, ah! This is the most fuck the fuck. Did these motherfuckers say voodoo? The Bronx, did they say voodoo, baby? They said fucking voodoo. Your motherfucking ass won't touch it. That's why you're still using a prayer book. This is the most fuck. What the fuck? I'm, I don't even want to read no more of this shit. I don't even want to read no more of this shit to you fucking niggas. You motherfuckers. What a, it's a fucking waste. Waste of motherfuck. <laughs>
this shit. Like little Kim, ugly ass. And got bitches in line ready to get the same bullshit done to them that happened to little Kim. <laughs> this is if you only knew the power of the dark side. relics that predate the universe itself. What lies within her appears to be one of them. The nine realms are not eternal. They had a dawn as they will have a dusk. But before that dawn, the baddest bitch in El Cologne reigned absolute and unchallenged. Dawn, the Coleon, made a weapon out of that darkness and it was called the Ether. While the other relics often appear as stones, the baddest bitch in El Cologne is fluid and ever-changing. It changes matter into dark matter. It seeks out host bodies, drawing strength from their life force. Don, Don sought to use the Ether's power to return the universe to one darkness. 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 You underestimate the power of the dark side. Your powers are weak. Long before the birth of light, there was darkness. And from that darkness came the baddest bitch in El Cologne. Millennia ago, the most ruthless of their kind, Don Coleon, sought to transform our universe back into one of eternal night. Such evil was possible through the power of the ether, an ancient force of infinite destruction. Underestimate dark side. Your powers are weak. Baddest bitch in El Cologne. 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 Ba
Coleone. The baddest bitch in El Coleone. Dom on Coleone. You cannot escape destiny. Accept your fate. You are beaten. Yeah, the darkness is once again visible, niggas. You know what time it is. You've tuned in to WGAG Radio at this time for one reason only. To hear the greatest voice transmitting throughout cyberspace. You know who she is. The sublime oracle. The baddest bitch in El Colon. Yeah, it's time for the Don Nicoleone Show. Underestimate the power of the dark side. The baddest bitch in El Colon. The baddest bitch in El Colon. Your thoughts betrayed you. Your powers are weak. So you've chosen to die here. Expect no mercy. There is no escape. You cannot escape destiny. Accept your fate. For you, triple darkness is your destiny. Do not fight your feet. You are beaten. Wasted my time. This is the end. You have yet to master the way of the Force. Underestimate the power of the Force. Give yourself to the dark side. It is useless to resist. Unwise. 
Let me drop the uh, direct connect link for some of y'all who wants to play with it. This is the link. Uh, the, the, this is the link from our home base channel. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash WGAG radio. Click that link, and you'll be able to download for free on the Don Nicoleon show. That is the show itself. Also, uh, if you don't see it highlighted, the direct connect highlighted, just refreshing that to get you in. Great day to all my peoples over there in the after party. That's our 24-hour voice-activated chat room. It is on powtout.com. Type in the search, Don Nicoleon, you'll find us there. Great day, Bar L is in the building. Baruch. L. What up, Bar? Great day, Awana Shanae. What's up, boo? Special shout out to the one and only Nefertiti surviving the game. Great day, Nimrod. Gotta show some love to my man, Newbie Rock Week 9 in the building. Newbie, you get my text. Get my text, Newbie. <laughs> Special shout out to Sister Zena. Zena, where you at, babe? Better go look at my text because I don't really text back with people, motherfucker. God damn, my first time responding. Somebody boy, my tough man, me got to use all that energy to text back, boo. Great day, uh, Sugar P. What's up, mama? Hope all is well with you, Miss Lady. Uh, special shout out to my one and only Jay Jilver. What up, Jay One? Let me cross the street over there to Lockdown Radio real quick. It's on YouTube. Subscribe, like, hit the bell button, click all. You'll be notified when we go live. And don't forget to comment. On the, uh, leave a comment on the show, man. The show is important. Leave a comment on the show. So great day, Pebbles Love. What's up, boo? Let's shout out to Pebbles Love. One time for Darian Johnson. DJ, what's up, baby? Oh, my nigga. I need no IB. I am in the building. Great day, IB. Special shout-out to my girl, Essential X More. I will check your email. Buy me to check it before the show is over. Special shout-out also to, uh, uh-oh, let me scroll up. Oh, shit, my man, the Nurture 360 in the building. Great day, the Nurture. Special shout-out to my man, L. God. What's up, babe? And you already know Juve in the building, young Taekwondo. It's official. Ah, you laugh. You laughed at my text or you laughing at me, newbie? Which one is it? Uh, look here, boys and girls. Um, I'm going to do a rundown and shit just for the hell of it. Uh, let me pull it up. Number one, Creflo Dollar told everybody tidings is a scam. Damn, Creflo, you've been goddamn scamming all these damn years. You finally want to confess? <laughs> Tidings is a scam. Creflo Dollar said, y'all want to see the video? Just for the hell of it. Let me see if I can get the video. Give me one second. Let me see if I can get the video. Y'all want him? Him out of his own mouth. Oh, my God. I can imagine what his congregation was saying. Like, you know. Uh, wait a minute. This motherfucker got a part one. How long is this shit? I need to know which one it is. Uh... The question is, okay, wait, listen, if you don't read the goddamn Bible, then you're going to get scammed. Jesus don't like me, you motherfucker, turn, uh, exchanging money in his daddy house. <laughs> Finally, it happened to me. 
Man, I got scammed one time. I told y'all about that time I got scammed, right? It was a church in the black neighborhood when I moved to Macon, behind my house. So, and boy, the pimping was so strong in that goddamn church, man. They had, they had the women running that bitch. Center stage, you feel me? I said, man, this pimp is so strong. They had bitches, like, you know, doing their little thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to support this sister, you feel me? And anyway, so I wrote a check. Mind you, I'm on Dubai Street on the corner. Can't get it right. I ain't got a pot to piss in the window, throw it out. But uh, I told y'all about it, right? So after I left church and shit, Dr. York called, and he was like, where you been? I called you several times, and you ain't answer. I said, I went to church. I gave my first tithe. That motherfucker said, if you don't cancel that motherfucking check, bitch. <laughs> that nigga said, if you don't fucking cancel that goddamn check. That nigga said, that's why I'm in the position I'm in now over that Christ shit. <laughs> said, that's why I'm fucked up now over that Christ shit. You better goddamn, and I canceled that check as soon as I went inside. Cancel that motherfucker check. So I ain't get scammed, thanks to Dr. York, man. You know what I'm talking about? Nigga said, man, you better goddamn counsel that shit. That's why I'm in the fucked up situation I'm in now with this Jesus Christ shit. Okay. Don always said, if you don't pay for your, what, oh, what? Don't pay for your spirituality. Hell nah, boo. You, nah, boo. God gave you that money for you to do great things with it for yourself. Not for nobody to fuck him. That's what I say. God damn it. You feel me? You are not supposed to be going around this shit feeling feeling all holy and happy and shit and then empty your pocket. You feel me? Unless you, you know. And especially because, you know, um, Creflo Dollar, like preachers and all them motherfuckers, but Creflo Dollar, speaking of this motherfucker, this nigga said... Y'all remember a long time ago, Creflo Dollar told his congregation that the ATM machine should have machine guns coming out of them motherfuckers. And if you don't give a lot to my church, the machine guns come out and start killing your ass, spraying. Y'all remember some shit like, yes. Oh, my God, it's on YouTube. I would try to find it, but I suck at talking to Google. But yeah, like, I don't know how to talk to them motherfuckers where they can, you know, you got to say something, key words to them bastards. Yeah, but he gave that shit. He was saying that shit. He said, and for the person that don't tie at all, the machine gun comes out of the ATM machine and just kill them straight dead. Yeah, a lot of pastors... Black people, period. I ain't going to need fine. Black people, period, don't matter, man. They threaten you. They will threaten your motherfucking life if you don't do what the fuck they say. When they get into a level of position, power, whether it's church or, you know what I'm saying, uh, black power, whatever the fuck it is, man, they fucking, yo, you talking about some serious hazing they do to their congregations, to their fucking followers and shit. I mean, hell, to the whole household, god damn it. Them niggas take that shit serious. God damn it, them niggas just be all scared and shit. 
when the black leader tells them to do something, man, they, after it's over, they be talking to each other on the way home and shit like that shit was powerful, man. We do got to start doing more, you know, helping out more with the church and shit, you know. We, you know, all that type of shit, man. You know, we got to help fix the roof. Meanwhile, your fucking roof leaking, then a motherfucker, he threatening you to fix the goddamn his root. Did I say root? His roof first. I don't know which one it is, man. Give me a second. It's another opportunity to minister to these, your precious sheep. Look at this nigga. Thank you, Lord, that revelation knowledge will flow freely, uninterrupted and unhindered by any satanic or demonic force. Really? I pray that you speak through my vocal cords and think through my mind. None of me and all of you. Look at this monkey-face-ass motherfucker. Everybody said, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now, look, now, check this shit out. Y'all know that motherfucker, right? Once he got rich as fuck, he went and adopted black, well, white babies. Y'all know that, right? Once he got rich off of niggas, he went and adopted two white babies. Ain't that something? And gave them, what's that shit called? A better opportunity. A better life. <laughs> Did you know that, newbie? Yes, once niggas made this nigga rich, he went and adopted two white fucking babies, boo. God, dog. I don't know when he going to get into this. Uh... I can't watch this shit. Look at this strip club. Look at this strip club. They got a strip club like a... Oh, you fucking kidding me. This nigga got a strip club, look. Just Look at these hoes, stripper boots. Look at this well, goddamn fake ass shit here. And all that you've said. Every time you've delivered us out, out of the pit, worship God just for me. Give me praise, Lord. For all that you've done. And all that you've said. Every time you've delivered us out of a pit. Every time you feel that. All right, it's eight minutes and 50 seconds. This issue isn't a matter over which believers should break fellowship. You know how we do. You don't agree with me, so I won't have nothing to do with you no more. This is not an issue by which you break fellowship because the most important issue in our Christian life, love, is far more important than our view on tithing. Love is far more important and if you on tithing. So you're going to get mad at somebody or lead a church or not speak to somebody because you don't agree with their view on tithing. And you're doing the same thing the world is. Well, I don't want to have nothing to do with you because you're a Democrat. And I don't want to have nothing to do with you because you're a Republican. And 20-year and, and friendships are destroyed because your political views don't match. That ought not be so in church, praise God. How are we going to get deeper? A lot of preachers are scared out of their mind now to tell you what God showed them because they're scared of how you going to respond. we got to quit being babies and understand that this love walk is the greatest, okay? But still, I would argue tithing isn't required or even encouraged for believers in Jesus Christ, New Testament Christians. But such a stance... This stance that I am taking 
after almost 10 to 12 years of teaching on the gospel of grace, needs to be explained. And I started a couple of weeks explaining that. Now, when does the Old Testament, or what does the Old Testament have to say about tithing? I'm going to start off, you know, right here at the very beginning, when we start looking at, well, what does the Old Testament have to say about tithing? All right. I want to change that up a little bit because you got to be careful because if you say what does the Old Testament say about tithing, that means you're going to start with Genesis and you're going to take Genesis and you're going to try to relate it to the Mosaic law. The better question would be what does the Mosaic law have to say about tithing, which under the laws and prophets would be true. But I discovered something about Genesis that you have to be careful of. Let me show you what I'm talking about here. In the book of Genesis, uh, Abraham gave a tenth of his spoils of war to Melchizedek. Now, that's Genesis chapter 14 and verse 20. Genesis chapter 14 and verse 20. Uh, So they're talking about, well, if Abraham tithed, we should tithe. Because you, you just don't understand what, what, what happened with Abraham. So I'm going I'm to attack this from two different perspectives this man, morning. Man, when the fuck is that nigga going to say what we're waiting on that nigga to say, man? All right, I'm moving on. Fuck it. Um, I got a better pastor for y'all. If y'all want to hear Neff, where you at, baby? This for you too, boo. This especially for you. You're going to like this. Oh, I'm on the wrong page. Hold on. All right, here it is. Check this out right here, girl. Now, normally, I don't post this kind of content. However, activists and organizer spirit in me wouldn't allow me to sit silent during the whitewashing of a song that was written for black women. Keep Your Head Up was released in October 1993, and it's the third song on Tupac's album titled Strictly For My Nick. Hmm. Wonder who he was referring to. At the opening of the song's video, we see the message dedicated to the memory of Latasha Harlins. It's still on. Now, Latasha Harlins was a 15-year-old black female who was murdered in March of 1991 by a Korean-American convenience store owner over a bottle of orange juice. Now, in the opening of the song, we hear Tupac say a little something for my godson Elijah and a little girl named Corinne. Now, Corinne is the daughter of Salt from the all-black female rap group Salt and Pepper. Now let's take a look at the Keep Your Head Up music video. music video, Tupac is surrounded by black people, and every woman featured in that video is a black woman. Oh, and we definitely can't forget about the song lyrics. Some say the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. I say the darker the flesh, then the deeper the roots. I remember Marvin Gaye used to sing to me. He had me feeling like black was the thing to be. When I make a video of my See, that wasn't bad. It'd be Black and the best, the sweeter the juice, the darker the flesh, then the deeper the roots. I give all of my 
So no, that song is not for y'all. Tupac did not write that song so that can use it as a theme song for their feminist movement. It's highly disrespectful and offensive to black women. And once again, when we speak out, y'all are trying to silence our voices. You're wrong. Wait a minute now. Who would have known that these white bitches were using uh, this song for their feminine movement, man? That shit wild as fuck, ain't it? They be had to check their ass on this. Damn, now why you ain't check these bitches? Where you were the whole time, these whole goddamn... These white bitches were using goddamn Tupac shit for they goddamn female, white white female liberation and shit. <laughs> the fuck? Look, look at this bitch right here. Look at this bitch in the back. Watch her TikTok. You're wrong. Look, man, they using this shit. They playing this music. Doing these white, these white dog, these white German Shepherd egg goddamn shit, man. They got them playing Tupac, man. Somebody had to check these bitches. God, dog. I can't believe I watched the whole thing this morning in my sleep. I woke up out of my sleep, hit play, and watched that shit, then went back to sleep like, God, Y'all are trying to silence our voices. You're wrong. So here's the thing. Since part one got so many non-racist people in their feelings, I thought I'd draw part two. Because, I mean, a lot of y'all just loud and wrong in the comment section. And some people want to call me racist because I pointed out that this song was a tribute to black women. So understand this. I'm known nationally for my work for homeless people, black and white. But enough about me. Let's get into this video. Here's yet another person, loud and wrong. Like I said, the song was made for black women. But you don't have to believe me. Take Tupac's word for it. Run the clip. Bitch, the fuck? This ain't no Negro slavery boot. 
the way and okay. Your people unalived and okay. Then you whitewashed him and manipulated his message, and then you guys used that message to gaslight and manipulate the black community. We're not going to let that happen with Tupac. You guys steal everything from everybody else's culture, and we are tired of it. Respect Tupac as an artist. Respect his message in the proper context because everything is not for you. When we tell y'all what y'all are doing wrong and how y'all are being disrespectful, instead of listening to the voices, y'all want to get ignorant and call us racist, as if we started racism, as if we were the one who brought people over here in shame. And let's go ahead uh, and y'all did. with a clip from one of my favorite TikTok creators. I say the white is a problem, the more is fear. I say the white is a woman, the bacon is tears. Shout out to Karen Sills, the danger to her welfare. And it's just here, don't nobody else care. I know you still a songs and trends a lot. Got playing every dog woman on your block. White supremacy. Ah, we need to get that song right there. Oh, hell no. I know my one here, no Kendrick. Got now Lamar. Well, I hope that made everybody feel great. Let me bring in Nefertiti real quick. Great day, Naf. Give me a minute. Give me a mic check. How you doing, boo? Great day. I'm good. Yeah, I didn't even know. I wouldn't even have fathomed that never got there. Before. I totally forgot. Like in my head, like why never want to come on? Why never want to come on? Why still? I totally forgot. I just had to shut down the shit, and then I started switchboard. I would have never looked at that motherfucker. <laughs> I had my, uh, you know, Spock, one of my uh, spiritual uh, teachers. You know what I'm saying? My hip hop spiritual, my hip hop gospel. But they always doing that. You know. I know a lot of people, now we talk about, I should say, meaningless shit that you watch. Well, one of my meaningless things that I do on the late night is I watch reaction videos to music, to music of our time, to see these youngsters who, who find hip-hop from the 90s and shit like that. And so, like, they're trying to whitewash like you know what I'm saying? Like his music is becoming extremely popular again. You look at all the fuck, all these reaction channels. It's like Tupac Tuesdays, Tupac, you know, uh, all these fucking channels dedicated to him. Wow, that's like, what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I'm like, fuck, why I didn't do that? But, <laughs> but um, well, we won't do it. <laughs> Right, so you got all these, uh, I, I don't know what you call them, these 20-year-olds. I don't know their fucking generation, millennials, zennials, I don't know. But a lot of them are listening to his music and it's like, and they're finding, like, you know, all these messages. But white, but you, it's a large group of white folks, American and overseas, who are now examining his music on this shit and I'm like I'm I don't even I don't feel right about that shit. It don't sit right with me. And I understood that because Pac has this thing where he talk about his white fans. And he says that, you know, he was like, if you're a fan of mine and you white, then you will have to understand the plight of Nubians from all around the world. And if you genuine, you're going to genuinely do that. But you always going to have crumb snatches every fucking time. Like you said, they're going to, they're going to take it and, and take it and, and bend it to their advantage, regardless of what the fuck it is. It can be Michael Jordan, MLK. It is what they do. And, it's in, and unfortunately, it's like it's, in, it's, like it's in them. Because it, they don't have no motherfucking culture. 
None. Nope. So that's true. You know what I'm saying? They don't have it, so they they have to take, they have to borrow, they have to assimilate, they have to, you know, include themselves in in a situation that has nothing to do with them. And so every time you got someone, especially a generational folk, it don't matter. In a minute, they're going to be taking fucking Farrakhan shit. We already know that white folks that fuck with New Albion shit. They always got to include themselves. But, you know, I ain't surprised. I am, but I ain't. Because I started to see with all these channels that they got out here with these these fucking Tupac breaking down. Oh wow! Bar said mm-hmm. um, they have a um, a Tupac class in Berkeley. Oh yeah, they they did that in in the early two thousands. UC Berkeley um, have a class, uh, a course, you know, in his in his music and his poetry and shit like that. So yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember when that popped off. I was around the time uh, I was there. Wow. Well, after, I should say. Yeah. You know, but I mean, you know, that's my nigga, man. He's my nigga. You know. So so was it white professors doing t- Tupac classes? <laughs> uh, yes and no. You have some, some newbins, but you have white folks too. For sure. Especially breaking down the interviews. The other, you can do the music. But the message is when he spoke, because the persona of what was on the screen and the persona that was in the rap lyrics is very different from when the man spoke. That's what be having people shook. That's what had government shook. That's what had rap niggas shook, because he had a lot of strength in what he said. And so, of course, they're going to take it and twist it for themselves. You know, this is what they do. Okay. But I'm going to pop. My God. Thank you, baby. We, we love your, uh, your moments on Tupac, boo. Well. So, and I mean a lot to hey, you that time when did you, you took the time you know to, to listen they, to the... Um, that mm-hmm. they were using uh, his shit, the white women, to prove that they were strong white women using his song as a mantra? Did you Did you know that? I didn't know that. No. I didn't know that at all. Man, my first just, time man I'm in a goddamn bubble. Me too. Today was my first time. I'm like, what the fuck? Something said, click on the shit. I would have never clicked on no shit like that. And I just watched the whole shit. The bitch did a part one. We need to find her part one. Because she said people on the comments wanted to call her racist and all that shit and leave comments like, that song is for all people. She said, no, the fuck it ain't. <laughs> That song ain't for no all people, man. The fuck is you talking about? That reminds me how they did Jesus. Jesus was only for niggas. Then Crockers came along and said, he for everybody. He came for everybody. Jesus ain't come for no goddamn body but his own, bitch. Okay, Newbie, I'm, I'm coming to you, coming to you. Give me a mic check, Newbie. Great day to you, babe. Hotep, Hotep, how's everyone doing this evening? Naps, Don. You already know it, boo. How you? What's up, Newbie? I'm doing my best. Listen, this is all about exposure, Don. This is doing exactly what it was meant to do. They know that, you know, them producing a song or reproducing a song will get the attention that they need. Because remember, there's no negative um, publicity. That's what I see. The only reason why you see it because that song was for black women, so now you see it as something to reproduce as 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 uh, publicity. Nah, I, I didn't know that black bitches did even TikToks to check them white hoes. You know what I'm saying? So this was taken away from black women 
That's the point. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's, there's no there's no doubt about that. I don't disagree yeah, so with that, but I'm saying no the reason publicity. why. This ain't publicity. This is uh, it's time. It's, it's, you got to check these bitches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And for real, because I, I know you don't do social media. You don't know a lot but um, regarding what be happening on there. But do y'all remember, Neff, do you remember when black when white bitches started wearing their hair and cornrows and all that type of shit, black bitches Absolutely. checked them hoes on that shit. That's the first time I heard the word cultural dispropriation. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, black women right. don't play. Y'all let these white boys walk around with dreadlocks and all that fucking shit, all your little shit, and y'all just mind your business. But certain black women find that shit offensive, disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? And that shit ain't happening. So right. those women those women went on a goddamn um on a on a protest to get in the white bitches ass for that shit. And here we are again. Yeah, here we are again, white bitches is using that to pro to promote that song to promote whatever the fuck they feminist movement as the black woman said on the video. And, yeah, and black women check them bitches on that shit, too. Like, nah, bitch. Mm-mm. Better give Deserve. you some goddamn Jack Lennon or some old shit. What that nigga name? Lennon? The one that died in the helicopter? Jack Carlo. Jack Carlo. No, Lennon. Jack Carlo. No, what? John Lennon. Oh, he John Lennon. Yeah, John. yeah. Better, bitch, yeah. you better goddamn play a John Lennon song or some right. shit. Right. Better get you. They Stevie. don't. They don't. Better yeah. play a Stevie Nicks like. track for your liberation. Fuck. <laughs> 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 for real, Stevie Nicks, you ain't let a lot. Yeah, because men men don't do shit like that, especially not their their men. They're not they're not dedicating songs to to their you know to to women in their and you know their culture. They don't do shit like that. Mm-mm. You know, we've yeah. always had it. I always loved my mama. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, the, she was labeled the the Nubian woman was labeled the strong black woman. No matter what, she that was her label. That is that was her label, and probably maybe right. still is. But she was labeled the strong black woman. Caucasian and Asian man and Jew man, they never labeled their fucking women strong black, strong white women. Never, never, nope. never. Yeah, never. So they cross the street over to our side and take take the what do you call it? The foundation of um males, our men representing us and put it on their side. There it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's just hey, cause they ain't, I ain't no, I ain't, ain't got nobody stand up for them motherfuckers, man. You know, they ain't got they ain't got nobody. Ain't no, ain't no song made for that bitch. Ain't no, ain't no um, white supremacist rapper is talking about how 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 white supreme his goddamn dog bitch is. Ain't nobody. This bitch got across the street over here. Yeah, yeah, they got across the street over here. But yeah, newbie, what I'm saying is, sweetheart, is that they got checked. So it's not publicity. It's the fact that. Because like the girl said, it's okay to listen to his shit, bitch, but when you start putting that shit over some white woman's feminine shit, bitch, that's when we have to come check you. No, that's when we got to check you. 
when I said when I said publicity, I didn't mean for black women to get publicity. I meant for the white women to get publicity. So you know, they made it so that they it would be abrasive to all, and that they would get attention for it. So that would further their cause. Right. They be thinking that well, shit is cool it. point. Well, well, they got it. <laughs> they got that publicity when black bitches jumped on their ass. They exactly. got exactly what they wanted. It worked. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's some dog ass shit there. Six six seven. Come on, man. Give me a mic check. Taekwon Dizzo. This you, baby. Great baby. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Who is this? Six six seven. Who? Is it me or they shit choppy? Can y'all hear them? Choppy. It's choppy. It's choppy. 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 It's choppy. I was on. I, I was on speakerphone. My bad. Oh, this uh, is. Come on in, baby. Yeah. My bad. Thought you were my nigga Ty. How you doing tonight? I'm. I'm doing great. How about you? Happy New Year. What's up, Thank L? You, sweetheart. What's going on, Neff newbie? How y'all feeling? Okay, um, okay, I uh. I just came in and I heard a little bit because I was kind of, you know, in and out. But um, it's good to, to see and hear that, you know, they really got checked because that shit is, that's that's real foul, for real, for real. I mean, the lyrics are so clean and clear and precise and exact. So there's no confusion about who the song is about. Yeah, it ain't right. like that damn coon ass song with um Ludacris and Lil I wish I can fuck every girl in the world. <laughs> <laughs> they say, I but. suck a white dog bitch and all that fucking <laughs> shit, just naming different races of bitches and shit, man. It ain't no, that shit was not it. Right. It ain't for every so. woman in the world, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard Neff um, say something about uh, like this generation or whatever. I'm totally not in tune with what they what they doing. I be around young people, but not that young. But yesterday I was out vending at a festival, right? And this shit kind of fucked me up because I really didn't know what to do other than sell my shit. But I was kind of divided because it was two Hispanics and one white boy, and they was feeling, you know, the 60s shit that I had displayed. One of the uh, Hispanic dudes bought a Muhammad Ali shirt. The other Hispanic dude bought a uh, shirt that had Huey P., Marcus Garvey, um, Stephen Biko, and Malcolm X on it. And the white boy bought a Malcolm X shirt that said, uh, the future belongs to those who prepare for it today. So that's, I was, like, really tripping that they was really into that type of black shit, you know what I mean, and not the, the usual Martin Luther King, all that type of stuff. And these these was young dudes. So I don't know, you into know, the revolutionary like generation. Yeah. Right. I don't know, you know. If it's something with this with the younger people that's really tapping in on that shit, or was that just a moment, you know? I mean, they so, know about it all through hip hop and shit. That's how they know about it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I said that just to say that it, you know, it's kind of, sort of related, but not really. 
to the to you know the the, the the white people redoing the song or whatever they was doing. Mm. I like I you know I, I like sharing my my experiences with with shit. So that's that was yesterday. So I you know I was like kind of had me bugged out for a minute. Like why are they fucking with this shit? And it was a part of me like man I can't sell y'all this. It it's that like um it's like. The re- the rebellion. You also have a part of the generation who wants to rebel and be and take something that you know came before them that was in that within that same type of energy. And that's all I see from them out there. When like I said, like seeing these um these reaction channels, they're comparing it from a hip hop standpoint from like what they got out here now that mumble shit, that drill bit, that drill shit, that trap shit, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know, drill music, whatever. And they're going back to the 90s and saying this is that real shit and, and music that had a message in it, which they don't have today. So I, I, don't have today. I, just, think, I just think it's a portion of them that wants to be that rebellion. I see it a little bit kind of like when people minute, was in the minute, 90s was going minute, back to the minute, 60s. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Which who don't have the day now? I missed that. The last, the last Rebe- sentence. That they don't have today in the rebelliousness. The, the revolutionary spirit. They don't have, oh, 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 oh. Mm. Mm. Okay. I'm interpreting that differently, Don. Because I see it as the, the the dudes buying the T-shirts are trying to join a cause. The white girls using Tupac song are trying to use the Tupac song for their own cause. Big difference well, I, to me. But 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 no, through hip hop, they were saying all the names of Huey, and of course that you know they know Muhammad Ali. You know what I'm saying, and shit like that. And you know they know Malcolm X. That's through, a lot of that is through our music when we were growing up. As a matter of fact, L got a little white moment yesterday. Well, I got a white moment on Saturday. The waiter is a Caucasian boy with his hair in coin rolled, and I was talking to him for a minute about something, and then he said that he's trying to get his music out. And so I said, what's your genre? He says, hip-hop. And I said, okay. I said, uh, interesting. So, and then he says, um, I said, what type of music, uh, you know what I'm saying, you basing your, uh, what type of, um, whatever the fuck I asked him. But anyway, at the end of the day, he says, um, um, his music is like, listen to these words. He said, his music is like Big Daddy Kane. Hmm. Cool Mo D, Tribe Called Quest, uh, Brand Nubian, shit like that. So my point wow. is right and exact. They <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and the nigga said X-Clan and all that type of shit. So at the end of the day, if you go back and listen to those music, you will understand why they are influenced by buying a T-shirt with Marcus Garvey or um, Malcolm X or Muhammad Ali or Huey P. Newton and all of that shit. And, of course, 
And, of course, they love Tupac, like Neff mentioned. And Tupac got there, come on, Black Panthers, duh, Huey P. Newton, all that shit. That's, that is in, in which, that's where it all comes from. Our music educated, well, we thought we was the only ones being educated if we wasn't already right. educated by that music, by Tribe Car Quest, by Brand Nubian, by uh what else names did I say that nigga said he listened to Big Daddy Kane. He even said Thanks, Big Glenn. Daddy Kane. He even said Big Daddy Kane um heard his music and said it was hot and all that type of shit and he wanted to work with him, all that shit. And this ain't ten years ago. This is in this year. You know what I'm saying? And I went to his Instagram page, uh, not Instagram, sorry, Spotify, and he already, he has 25,000 listeners to one song already. And, and remember I said um, yesterday, Neff, I think I said it yesterday. No, I was saying to the doc, my bad, on our way after leaving the restaurant. I said that shit is so amazing how um, a black a black woman house ain't worth shit until she get her white neighbors to um to pretend uh you know get the white pit the white neighbors pictures and put all in the house then the oh, value the then the right. value went up and she got a higher appraisal and then i said and then with hip with hip hop, which is our music, it ain't it ain't um it ain't it ain't shit until goddamn uh uh Eminem get in that motherfucker. Now he the god of fucking hip hop, and oh, Caucasians um are getting paid more for fucking shows, um um and on on concerts they get paid more as a rapper. You know what I'm saying? And for the record, I was paying attention to how much it costs to book rappers to do shows, major fucking rappers to do shows, um, so I can make some money as a fucking promoter. And their booking at that time was just twenty grand. Now think of LL Cool J when that nigga said, "I make ten grand just to do a show." Right now, here we are. Past LL Cool J um, era and all of that shit, and now with Luda and whoever the fuck else that came out, they were making twenty grand a fucking show. Meanwhile, that white boy from Canada, he makes eight hundred some thousand dollars a show. About a year and a half or two years after Drake popped. When Drake finally came out, he made more than goddamn the rest of them fucking niggas, the black ass niggas who freckled so close. Yes, he was making more, which is why this nigga hit a billion before any of them goddamn, before even goddamn the owners of Cash Money. You know what I'm saying? Can you think of, think about this shit now? And so I'm saying like, this shit is amazing that when white people get a hold to our black shit, the value increases for them, but not for us. You know what I'm saying? So I, this, this, yeah. is, this is how that shit go, man. This is how this is how the shit go. So now, and you know it. And now I was um, I grew up in the music business, not the industry. So they always t- said this to me: There's a difference between black. Um, artists, whether they R&B, jazz, rhythm and blues, it don't even fucking matter, or rap, who gives a fuck, or soul, and, and Caucasians and other genres, okay? 
There's a difference when it comes to money. When it comes to 25 years later, when it comes to 30 years later, when it comes to 40 years later, when it comes to 50 years later, and that means that the Caucasian race, their generation, their children, children, children grow up listening to the Beatles to Paul McCartney, to um, whoever the fuck else out there, to um, the guy that played the piano and shit, and all them motherfuckers. So they great-great-grandchildren are the ones that show up to still see them right the fuck now. You understand? Versus um, versus um, our black artists, no matter what gender they, genre they're in, you know what I'm saying, the music does not Go come with our generation. So when we don't we don't educate our children off of our music, and then they educate our children their children off of our music and our moms and dad music. So when Frankie, Beverly, and May shows the fuck up, and when goddamn Earth, Wind, and Fire shows the fuck up. Your, your great-grandchildren or your children today should be going to see them motherfuckers as well as us, as well as our mom and dad generation. We don't give them, we don't carry them over to our music. So that's why, that's why the, the, um, the Beatles can get together right now and they're going to have close to a goddamn 500 million motherfuckers showing up out goddamn side listening to them motherfuckers and the ages are from from probably from five all the way up to seventy years the fuck old. You so, need it on the head. So 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 King what's that nigga name? So think of think of it like this. You got Kumo D, goddamn your children don't know that nigga. Uh Dougie Fresh and in, in, in the fucking get along gang, whatever fuck they was, and the um, what's my nigga's hip to the hop to the hop to the hip? You got the Sugar Hill gang. You got you know what I'm saying just starting throwing out names and shit. They all Every get day. on the fucking concert ticket and 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 ain't ain't but got and it, and it can't sell out. They doing small arenas. You understand? Grandmaster Flash out of them. They doing small fucking arenas and not big arenas in the year 2022. You got, you get me? So we don't carry them over to our children. You know what I'm saying? But the Caucasian children, I was really shocked, y'all, when that nigga said, I'm influenced by Kumo D, Big Daddy Kane, Tribe Called Quest, X-Clan, and name a few other motherfuckers, too, at that. I was shocked, because I've never heard a motherfucker say that, not even a black motherfucker who want to be a rapper in this day and Very time. few. Very few. I only know a handful, a, a small I ain't handful. never seen a millennial say that, that that's who the fuck they fuck with. That's the music they still they listen to. Right the fuck now, that's and, what they The only they one I heard hold. is Kendrick. That's the only one that I know of is, is Kendrick. And J. Cole say he's stuck between a generation. And, and J. Cole is a, is, a, is a goddamn mutt. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but, you know, but Kendrick. But Kendrick, I said you know. to Doc, though, I said it's interesting, and I think I said, that, I said it to Doc. I said it's interesting, though, that they, that this boy, white boy, picked 
the most uh, prolific foundation, the strongest foundation of hip-hop um, artists to become better by. You understand? Not not Lil Baby, not Dub Baby, not Future. You get what I'm saying? Now, like Absolutely not none of them motherfuckers, but some serious fucking lyricists that have substance in their lyrics. There it is, substance. That's that's it. That's they have it. nutrients in that motherfucker too that can nourish the goddamn soul. Right. That shit amazing. So anyway, at the end of the day, I gave that nigga Sony deal. <laughs> he gave that white boy a Sony deal, hooked him up with Sony distribution side. He should be on his way. Fuck these, fuck that shit. I would never give a black devil ain't learned a goddamn thing. I won't. I won't give a black devil shit. I know that's give right. A no, fuck if it's my own goddamn child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, because they'll yeah. use it to your own detriment. I agree, Don. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, nah. for those who not rooted. I mean, who not rooted, when he said that shit, it. man, I said, man, I'm going to help this goddamn boy out. with. The, I'm going to help. I'm going to drop a diamond in his pocket. Yep, especially when he did, when he said them names. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's because he, he's showing he wants to be connected to the root. Absolutely. That's the root of hip-hop. For real. You know that's what I'm saying? That's the source. So, that's yeah. the source, ain't it? Like, goddamn, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Fat Piggy said, I used to, what do you say, Source Magazine, Wallet Wall. Remember rapping through the hall, the hall. Yeah, hard. like shit like that. Like, Riley that's the source. Hey, real talk. Like, my nigga Pac got a song called It Ain't Nothing Like the Old School. He said, what would I, you know, what can I say? I wouldn't be here today if the old school didn't pay the way. You talk about curvy right. flow popping and locking and heavy duty and you know, all that shit. So that's you can't get these niggas today to do nothing like that. Man, so huh. I see it as these niggas wearing these white man clothes on video, acting like fucking the monkeys, but are black devils, and this white boy buys L's t-shirts. I will go for them white motherfuckers because them niggas would never put on no goddamn Muhammad Ali, uh, Marcus Garvey because they made their pact with the devil. For real. Mm. They, as a matter of fact, Zena came in. Uh, Zena, now that you here, give me a mic check. But Zena dropped, uh, right after the Friday show, I think, Zena dropped something, and Zena on the on the line right now, but... I want to say it first, and then she can say it, because y'all probably ain't going to hear her say it all the way. She dropped <laughs> She dropped a, she said something. She said, T.I. said on his Instagram or IG or whatever the fuck, that they are mind control. They're using mind control on us. Then this fuck boy erased it, deleted it. I wonder who made him delete that shit. Then she says, then after that, Cardi B uh, posted something saying um, um, they, they, um, the government has poisoned her whole family, and they all goddamn is fucked up right now. Come on, Zena, give me a mic check. Why, why, why I mention that is the fact that T.I. bitch ass deleted his, okay? So what I'm saying is that it's, 
it's nothing you can do for that type of, for those rap artist mentality because they are owned and bought and paid for and controlled by the goddamn Dijal. That's the point. That's it right there. Yeah. That's all. I'm Absolutely. saying that's why the bitch nigga deleted He said the government using mind control on us and then the son of a bitch deleted it because he realized, yeah, that the same government is the <laughs> got his ass tied to a noose. Zena, give me my check. Yeah, my check. Can you hear me okay? I'm driving. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you, babe. Drive safe. What you got for us? Great day. Yes. Great day. Yes. And, um, this is, they dropped it on the same day. She said um, they, the government is poisoning the water. That's what Cardi B said. She said the government is poisoning the water. So, you need to say her family. Oh, okay, because I heard, when I read your your text, it said that she said her family is sick. Yeah, the whole family, but she said that she did. She said her family is sick, but she said they putting it in the water. Right, okay. Just listen so to me. That. I said that shit. I said that shit last year. She got that for Well, me. I said that shit eight years ago when all the violence was going on, <laughs> that they put shit in the water. Yeah. That was my first thought. Okay. I'm like, yeah, we've been saying this shit. I guess they need a couple celebrities to make the point clear for the things, I guess. But that wasn't even nothing new. I said well, you know like, what's okay. so interesting, though? Because if everybody under mind control and you get a little moment where you revert back to yourself, the rest of your following is going to think you done lost your goddamn mind any fucking way. They're not going to they, – they're not going to – Trust that shit. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to trust what come out of their mouth because they under mind control. They're followers. You know what I'm saying? But I'll go to a damn page and see what she hit like and read the comments. This is still up there. That they poison in the water. But too bad we can't read the T.I. following comments. Goddamn, he deleted his shit. So, you go anyway. find comments with her saying that she in the open, her, her and her nigga in the open relationship, and she can fuck bitches and he can fuck both. That's the shit she on. Because remember, she's the Playboy creative now. So, so she there to keep that sex force rolling for these youngsters. And what's wild about there. Playboy? They got little babies fucking and butt naked in that motherfucker. Absolutely. That's these, what I'm talking about. These niggas have no idea what they sign up for. They have no company have. literally back on the map. Literally bringing it back on the map to make her the creative director of Playboy magazine. That's wow. a, that was made for for child pedophilia. Yeah. To to bring that into the mainstream, and now she happens to come out today and say that she's in her and her husband are do open relationships and she only can fuck broads and he can fuck both. And that's some shit you announced. Okay. Uh yeah, that's some shit you announced because you know you you know you got that bump on your lip. You need to spread it. <laughs> you need to spread it and shit. Infect every goddamn body. That's what that shit is about. Open season. Yeah. Right. Wait a minute. Did you say and he can fuck both? 
Yeah. That's why I got quiet, oh, Doc. Yeah. Wait a minute, Doc. That's, that's what she said. Did you hear how quiet it got in there, Doc? Did you? Did yeah, both hurt, Melanie? Both. Both, both. Both like what? Both women at the same time? Or men both and men. I, I, I mean, I guess that can be open to interpretation, but he can fuck both. That's what he said. Well, I mean, she said. I can only fuck oh. women outside of our relationship, and he okay, can do both. Okay, he can fuck male and female. Speaking of that shit, Kel Mitchell's ex-wife, this bitch claims that she found Kel Mitchell in the bed with Nick Cannon. Who, Y'all know who Kel, Kel Mitchell, Mitchell is? Uh-uh. No, who is that, Don? I don't. The good burger niggas. The good burger. Nickelodeon, good burger. Remember Keenan and Kale? Keenan and Kale. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the one with, was that the one with the braids, not the fat boy, but the other one? Not the fat boy, yeah. Yeah, she said, um, yeah, she was married to that nigga from 1999 to 2005. And she came home early to find Nick Cannon uh, on the bed wearing her cheerleader outfit and doing cheers for Kale. Wearing her cheerleader <laughs> outfit doing cheers for Kale. And oh, she, um, shit. yeah, man, this shit wild as fuck. And, um, that dude always seems sweet, though, to me. Nick. No, uh, Nick. Kale. Oh, all of them, yeah. All of them. Um, and um, she stayed married to that nigga even after what she saw. Wow. And then she um. Yeah, she and, then she, uh, uh, and then she. Huh? Say what? She seen him call him doing different rituals and shit, blood rituals. She she said he was um. You know the movie The Toy? He actually played the toy for some famous. I think it was Will Smith. He literally. Did that for his family, like it was the toy. He said he did that shit. They paid him to do it. This different stuff. She was going in. All the shit that that nigga didn't do. Where where you seen that at? It's on this um, the same place where I seen the Ti thing. Um, called Night and Day Network on YouTube. I dropped the link. They finally oh, dropped okay. the whole. Um, they finally dropped the whole interview because they was doing snippets at first, like little five ten minutes snippets of the interview and they finally just dropped the whole thing. But yeah. That nigga spreading his diseases in these chicks. Wow. Man. Oh man, I remember the first time I heard the word boule. Thought these niggas was tripping. <laughs> First heard that boule shit. <laughs> like, man, y'all niggas got there tripping on that boule. Everything got that boule shit. That boule real than you... a motherfucker ain't. <laughs> hell, hell real. You got to hear um, Gene, Big Gene, Gene the Deal, who was Puff Daddy's bodyguard for many, many years. He 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 telling all his shit. And it's like yeah, I, li- I listened to his ass a few times. Well, one he came time. out because you know Puffy, yeah, because Puffy got that Lifetime Achievement Award, and he was like, yeah, he was like, he got, a, he said he got an achievement award of ruining niggas. He said if he was because he's been, <laughs> he was like, but no, I, he said something that was strong. He said that he's going to be. He said 
I, he was like, I think he's going to be the new, he's going to be the new gatekeeper of of hip hop and 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 music and in black music taking over from Jason. What's the name of Vaughn? Talking about the Godfather. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they gonna play Puffy, but he was but he was saying all kinds of shit like how the the latest one was with Shawnee O'Neal saying how her first husband was his was was the A and R for for I forget what company he was the A and R from, and said that uh, Shaq came in and swooped Shawnee off her feet, and Puff Daddy told old boy, "Won't you just kill him?" Because he was like, like handle that, like handle Shaq, kill that nigga. It's a lot of stuff that me and put out there about Puff. Well, it's a lot of shit we already knew. Wow, interesting. Well, eighty people shot, twenty one dead during the Fourth of July weekend in where? Where y'all think that was at? Shot Town. Nobody's going to click on this bullshit, right? Like, yeah, every, yeah, niggas die every goddamn day in Chicago. They cannot, boy. Um, yep. Um, yeah, man. Shit, six people left dead, a mass shooting of uh, 4th of July in Chicago suburb, left six people dead and two dozen more injured. A person of interest, they say, is an aspiring rapper. No such thing. And he'd been arrested, y'all. And um, other shooting victims include a man with, was, who was with drill rapper King Vaughn on the night he was fatally shot. And according to Vlad TV, Boss Top was among five people shot in the Parkway Garden homes on the infamous old block over the weekend, all five victims are listed in stable conditions. Like most game bangers turned rappers, Boss Top moved away from Chicago, but he returned to the 4th of July celebration on old block with his pal Lil Dirk. And so in other incidents, a 49-year-old police officer was ambushed and shot as he walked off an elevator while responding to a domestic violence call on Friday. He went under surgery and was listed in serious but stable condition. Jalen Viles, 27 years old of Chicago, was charged Saturday with attempted murder and aggravated battery of the police officer. His girlfriend, who called police to report the domestic violence incident, has filed six police reports against Viles, Jalen, since the couple began dating in March. How you going to file police reports and keep letting this nigga in? In a shooting incident on June 20th, that shit went viral. I will not watch that shit. Shows a man shot 16 fucking times sitting in a parked car with a child. Y'all remember that? June 20th just left here. I won't, I won't even click on it. Y'all won't see it? Y'all won't see it? Yeah. Oh, you sick. Man, the <laughs> child ran away with just, uh, uh, just as the shots rang out at 545 in the 400 block of East 11, 111th Street. Lord have mercy. He was pronounced dead. No suspect in custody. I am so scared. Hold on. Let me let me see. Let me see. Oh, they blocked everything, and the child got away. She got, oh, my God. Ain't no way in hell this nigga is dead. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, I'll let y'all see it. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Oh, my God. I can't believe this shit. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Let y'all see it. Then get back into the mind control shit. But what homegirl said, who said it now two years ago when motherfuckers start going to the bar and getting shot, getting drunk, you're going to find an uptick in violence. Motherfuckers going to be very violent. And that's easy for um, for Negroes to be. All right, here we go. Um, here you go. This is so fucked up. You ready, newbie? Let Ain't go. no sound on it, so here we go. Shit, wild on See, oh, my God. I saw the baby dip away real quick. That's a smart yeah. job. Give a fuck. My goodness. That's crazy. You notice in all the black exploit movies when rap, gangster rap and all of that shit came out, they started doing like Boys in the Hood and uh, Minister Society and so many others, right? And their whole mission was to get the fuck out before they die in that bitch. You notice that? Yep. They all were trying to get out before, you know what I'm saying, before they die in that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, well, he got on his um, he got on his uh, COVID virus mask. That is so fucked up. That is so fucked. Up. I just can't believe this shit. He emptied it, done. He emptied it. He did. He did. No suspects. This nigga ain't even got no tattoo, so we can find that son of a bitch. Hey, they can wear a mask legally now. (laughs) You're not going to see anybody's face. Oh, my God. This is the most sad shit for that baby girl. She is shocked forever. She is shocked. She is traumatized forever. You know that? She is traumatized forever. Perpetual cycle. Hmm? Perpetual cycle. I ain't want to even click on this shit. Man, I know for a fact they don't watch white people fucking movies. I watch white people movies. They say, why you ain't kill your damn target? Say, because I seen a child to him, child next to him in the car. There's no way I was going to do that shit. These motherfuckers have no morals, no principle, no soul. For real, these niggas have no soul, man. No soul at all. I mean, and the little baby girl right there, are you fucking kidding me? The baby, the, the baby right there, motherfucker, did you really have to, ma? I mean, like, God damn. Life has no value. Zero value, Doc. Yeah, and for the record, man, ain't no ain't, ain't even no price on that nigga head. This nigga ain't even finna get paid. A million dollars get rid of this motherfucker. <laughs> nigga, he ain't even a, a goddamn real assassin paid by the government to do that shit. The fuck is going on? Paid by deep state. The fuck? Man, I Could be a black suit too, Don. 
Nah, nigga, that's a straight up black skin ass nigga. That's a nigga right there. This is wild. Anyway, this shit, oof, Jesus, help me. Fuck Jesus, man, this son of a bitch ain't shit. It's just over. It's over. <laughs> I got mad at Jesus. I'm looking at it. Fuck Jesus. Fuck that old motherfucker. You know? Yep. You got to turn the other cheek. And they're right. You fuck with Jesus, you got to turn the other cheek. Yeah, that's what it says. That's what the good book says. <laughs> that's what Jesus said. You got to turn the other cheek and shit. Oh, eight more years of this. Ah, man, this is the era of wrongdoing, the cycle of wrongdoing. All right, I'm about to get y'all into this, um, I don't even know where I'm at, into this uh, non-lethal weapons. Y'all ready for this monarch? I dropped that link for you, that that Creflo Dollar link. Oh, well, he mentions the um, the ties itself. What did he say? The ties and the the bullets. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to play that now. Motherfuckers know I don't make shit up, though. God damn it. It's on YouTube, ain't it? It sure is, that. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch it, though? Did you watch it? I started playing it, but then I was listening to you. Well, that motherfucker said, uh, that he said he did mention the ATM machine, though, right? I believe so. Yeah, some old shit, and he just killed motherfuckers for not paying their tithes. This nigga's sick, very sick. Speaking of that, dozens of African migrants is beaten to death at Morocco-Spain border. I don't believe it, though. Say again, Yeah, dozens of African migrants uh, so-called beaten to death at Morocco-Spain border. Yeah. Yeah. And so the ones that survived got a chance to pose in front of a news media camera and get white sheets of Xerox paper and just put in black marker, stop killing us. They got time for that. They got time to point that to the media, but you might want to point that to the motherfuckers that's killing y'all that time. (laughs) You got time to go get paper and ink? Yeah. Yeah, and, and pose for the camera and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing what people, I'm telling you, but, you know, it's, it's just interesting. Yeah, um, who's killing them? Who's killing them? I have no idea. I have, I have no idea. Morocco's Human Rights Association reported that 27 migrants had died with the Spanish non-government organization Walking Borders is reporting 37 fatalities. That's what they said as of July 1st, y'all. And I guess they are demonstrators. You feel me? Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, as a matter of fact, I got a clip for you. You want to see it? You know they got them. Now. You know they got everything. Everybody feel shit, boo. You want to see it real quick? I thought yeah, the revolution got time was to not be televised. Okay, here we go. Goddamn, here it is, shit. All right, I don't believe none of this shit. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, this is the last one right here. 
could just be posing. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't help if it wasn't a still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they could just be posing. You know, you just you just never know, man. These motherfuckers, man. Um, here's, oh, they're happy. Oh, my bad. That wasn't it. Sorry. Going to the wrong one. I was like, they're happy. Oh, here's a here's a better view right here, newbie, of, of what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Okay? So you got the ambulance trucks, but you don't see no gurneys, no none of that. You have, um, what else? What's that truck? Is that the news media right there? That red one? White, that white one? You mean one? the white one? Um, yeah. yeah. It looks like two ambulances and one media truck. Yeah. 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 So the paddy wagon. Them coming for nobody help. <laughs> ain't coming for nobody aid and shit. <laughs> they look pretty safe to me, Don. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. The only thing about this, the way that, um, you know, it, it just, it's, it's fucked up because Morocco is naturally um, Negro. Negro. Moorish, yes. Moorish. It's no, ain't no Moorish kind of sort of like they're Negroes. You know what I'm saying? That's that's their right. shit. That's their home. You know what I'm saying? Just like how they was trying to force, uh, at, uh, you know, niggas out of Africa, niggas out of America, which is their native land, niggas out of Jamaica, which is their native land, niggas out of Dominican Republican, which is their native land. You know what I'm saying? Puerto Rico, which is their native land. And on and on and on. You understand? Barbados, which is their native land and shit. You understand? So this is a motherfucker when you got these goddamn Spaniards. Hello? If this shit is true. When you got these Spaniards, they nothing but cockle Spaniards. <laughs> You know, like, the nerve of Caucasians, man, if you don't take your ass back to the damn Caucasus Mountains, you Horite, you Amorite, you Jebusite, like, yo, go, go, go home, go where the fuck, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? I, I, that shit there is sickening to me. Even if this shit is real. You know what I'm saying? They came into Haiti and fucked that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, everywhere they, I mean, they just, and, and like, nigga, do you, let me tell you something. This one time, maybe three or four times later, once I started going to Key West, right, which is all Bahamian, Ogun, Arishi, and all them motherfuckers, right? These fucking white fuckers have planted their nasty dog ass, flea-bitten shit, in Key West, right, so I'm in the plaza, and I stopped at this stop sign at the plaza, having a conversation for a minute and shit. White bitch start blowing her fucking horn. This bitch get out the car. We about five deep full of bitches. We jump out the bitch. And, yo, I, yo, this bitch yelling and going the fuck off, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, bitch, do you, you take your ass back to the fucking Caucasus Mountain, bitch, 
We're going to sit here at this fucking stop sign because this here our city, bitch. This here our island, you white bitch. We just dogged this hoe out. We dogged that white bitch out. The bitch, you don't tell us to fuck. I don't give a fuck. You let her have it down. Take your ass back to motherfucker. Yes. Because, yeah, man, you know we got ammunition for them goddamn crackers. You ain't no way here. You finna come out and bump, bump a fucking horn, bitch. You know what I'm saying? What a sun never stops shining at for niggas. You know what I'm saying? What a coconut falls right in our fucking hands because earth yields to us, bitch. And you done planted your nasty dog ass thinking you about to get some goddamn respect. You gonna get the fuck out of here, bitch. Take your ass back to the Caucasus Mountain, you lowlander. The fuck? You Amorite, you bitch. Yo. Yo, every time I go home, home to me is Key West. Every time I go home, I'm just waiting on them. I'm waiting. Say something. Say, I want you to. I hate you motherfuckers. You ain't got no business here. And you ran all the niggas out to go in Miami and live in the fucking ghetto in Miami. That's what the fuck they do. It's some, they real sick. You know, jack up the damn prices and shit, the living, and make it difficult for natives, our native people. What's their ass right to the ghettos in, in Miami when we never had a fucking ghetto? We had a ghetto to the jealous Jew, cracker-ass, Jebusite-ass motherfuckers, jealous of us. That's a motherfucker. I, I don't understand how, I don't understand how you, anybody, any nigga black, I don't give a fuck and go to bed without hating these motherfuckers. You gotta hate them. Make you go to rest, rest in peace better. You gotta hate these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Then I heard so much about, um, other native black places and shit, man, you know, since I've been here, like, and, and all they, they just pop up all this fucking, Big-ass, high-rise-ass hotels and take over the fucking ocean and sand and shit and make it private only for motherfuckers that can afford to goddamn rent a room in that bitch and still and then force niggas again in the corner of a fucking island. That shit, there's a, that bothers me. That bothers me to the point that they think that America is the land of opportunity and now they goddamn forced in a goddamn corner with the rest of us and shit like a dummy. We got to stop letting these motherfuckers do this shit. Yep. Got to stop that shit, man. Got to stop it, man. That shit there bothers me. I don't, I don't mind, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, we can share Babylon, but you better get the fuck out of our paradise. You get the fuck out of our paradise, goddammit. The fuck? Fuck is this shit? Tang. I'm fucking gonna hit every four corner of the fucking world, man. I'm gonna fuck all their ass so they ain't got no choice but to take their ass back to fucking Yugoslavia and Denmark and all the rest of them goddamn Germany and shit. They got to get the fuck on. They got to get the fuck on. Far north. I'm so sick of that shit. Son is doing it. (laughs) Son's doing it anyway. Son ain't doing shit. You sound like a fucking. Not fast 
You sound like a religious spook, man. We got to nah, do something about uh, that not shit. Not at all. We got to do something talking about the damn son. Son ain't doing shit. I see these motherfuckers out here every damn day, less burnt every fucking day. They lay out in the beach all fucking day, less burnt. That son ain't doing a goddamn thing. I would have believed it if I lived in Georgia. I'm in fucking Florida. I go to Key West. I went to the Bahamas. God damn it, they laid out all fucking day. And, and me mug your ass like you ain't even supposed to be there. That shit be wild as fuck. They got a mean fucking look on their face like, nigga, what you doing here? As if this shit was no, the fuck the fuck. I'm coming back home, bitch. Yep. Your natural the fuck, habitat, I'm home, right? bitch. Go take your ass back where the fuck your roots really are. They look at you like this. Like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Got they looking shit. Your son ain't doing shit for them motherfuckers but giving them a bigger fucking ego and shit. Breeding motherfucking goddamn fucking more jealousy in them motherfuckers. Like, what the fuck you mean? Fuck I'm doing here. Fuck you mean? What the fuck you doing here, bitch? You and your nasty ass fucking dog. And the damn sign say this a beast for no fucking dog, you stupid. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. You hear me? Damn fake-ass grass they got, right, for motherfucker because the damn dog shit in real grass, so they got to put fake-ass grass out so a, a motherfucker like my ass can, can, can lay a blanket down and sit on the fake-ass goddamn grass, and it's a big-ass sign to say no dog on the fake-ass grass. I walk past this motherfucker. It's two white bitches and they fucking dog on the fake ass fucking. They don't give a shit and it stank. It fucking stank. You hear me? That shit stank real goddamn bad. Oh, I hate walking outside. Oh, I can't stand walking outside. It fucking stank. I can't stand walking down a motherfucking goddamn highway sidewalk. It stank. It stank. Smell like damn dog shit. It is dog shit. They don't give a fuck. And looking at your ass like you don't belong where the palm trees and the sun don't stop shining. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. I got a problem with them motherfuckers. I don't understand how y'all sleep at night without hating them first. I still don't get that shit. I don't understand that. Still don't get that shit. <laughs> you got the motherfucking goddamn hate their ass first, then goddamn get you some rest. The fuck? That shit, that wild, baby. I don't get it. Mm-mm. 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 No way. Y'all don't understand. Shout out. I've been traveling around this motherfucker. All I see is white people in our shit. That shit bothers me. That shit, that bothers me. And it ain't like, you know, they like, yeah, we feel kind of nervous since we in your shit. They like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're not supposed to. Like, they fucking know I know you in my shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand because, you know. I was in my in my blood. I don't like to share, so I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck niggas is sharing with these with this motherfucker. How the fuck can you share with this son of a bitch? 
How the fuck can you share with this son of a bitch? How can you share the sun with this motherfucker, the ocean with this motherfucker, the palm trees with this motherfucker, the coconut, the goddamn fishes? How the fuck can you share with this motherfucker? Meanwhile, they got your ass in some corner somewhere, poison. And you chill. I can't, I can't do it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Hey, Donna. Donna. Yeah. Yeah. One year I was thinking about moving to St. Thomas. It was almost seven, eight years ago. And um, I was looking up, you know, see what it was like, and I saw nothing but white people complaining about how racist, <laughs> how racist the black people are toward them. They should be. Um, yeah. I'm going to give you an example. I mean, it was a whole bunch of comments down. You know like, what's wild? That, that, mm-hmm. would, that, that makes sense because the first hour of the show, I was on the Ritz Carlton site in, um, in St. Thomas, right, to, to book mm-hmm. a room. And I'm on the phone with Sananda, and she was like, my friend told me that there is nothing to do in St. Thomas. Right? And, of course, I ain't got to ask her what the race of her friend is, right? Because we already know, so now the friend is fucking white, right? So, anyway, I said, well, let me click on um, adventure and activity, you know, whatever the button is on Ritz Carlton site, right? Why? There is nothing. There is nothing. You click on that shit, explore or whatever activities that you could do while you there, girl. That shit ain't nothing but you can we can we can you can take a boat and just and be in the water and then we bring you back to the goddamn back to the motherfucking resort. You get it, Zena? Mm-hmm. So that means that they ain't got nothing set up for Caucasians when they go and stay in St. Thomas because them niggas is racist and I'm going to St. Thomas now. I am really going now, goddammit. Yeah. Yup. Ain't no, ain't nothing, honey, not even downtown, the shop or nothing. Yo, they can't go. They got to stay there right there in that island. That's it. Um, that that the the hotel area. Oh my God! I'm about to be around some real niggas finally, <laughs> finally. And one of, one of them niggas was like, um, I guess she was from there. He was from there, but he he explained to them why. Like y'all didn't went to all these other places and set up and took over the um, the the um the beaches and you know and they the people that live on the island can't even go. To those parts of the beach, they privatized a lot of it. Yeah, he said St. Thomas ain't trying to hear none. They ain't trying to hear that. Now, I don't know how true that was, but he said, y'all ain't going to come over here and take Girl, we should go at the same time. We should go at the same time. They did that in Jamaica, Don. Can we go at the same time? Let's get it. I'm going in two Saturdays, three Saturdays. We'll chop it up, boo. We'll, I'm trying to figure out. It's either, it's either two, three, the third Saturday in July. I ain't gonna be able to do it. I can tell you that already. Why not? I know I got my challenge. My, it's gonna be my time of the month. I can tell you that now. What they gotta do with it? How do, oh shit, might be mine too. You got a point there. But then again, I'm menopause. I hope mine is off for a whole year. Like, I'll, boy, I'll be mad as fuck if I get another one of them goddamn eleven days. The fuck? 
Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right, which is why I always um, plan at the spare of the moment. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, well. Well, you're out. I'm still going. <laughs> so, Newbie, what did they, what did they do to Jamaica? They had a resort out there, um, and the beach was actually public, but they were trying to make it private. So the natives were trying to go to the beach, you know, Jamaican people, and they were trying to refuse them. So they burned down the damn resort. I would have burnt that bitch down too, right they there with they Good, for, man. I see. I love Jamaicans. The ones that's over in Jamaica, not the ones here, because they will be the faggot straight. They don't play that shit. Oh yeah. They get definitely. together and be the faggot straight. And now I know they get together and burn down white man's establishment. Now, what part of Jamaica is that? I want to say it was in the grill, I want to say. I'll look it up. Wow. Yeah. That's important, man. That shit is important. I don't give a fuck, man. I don't give a shit, man. Oh, man, that is so powerful. That is so fucking powerful. We could use... Now, let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example of what, the, what they said. One of the ones they said, it was hilarious. So I guess it was at like a sandwich shop or whatever, Subway or something like that. And the black, you know, people from the island kept helping black people. <laughs> oh, they was looking over white people. If the white person was standing mm. up right there up front, in front of them, it was their turn. They was looking behind their back, like, you know, next and ignoring them. And I guess Beautiful. what she said, the white girl said, when she finally went to take my stuff, you know, my order, she said, everybody else was getting fresh bread out the little oven thing. Whatever she said, the lady <clears throat> reached down to the, uh, it almost looked like she got it off the floor or something. I guess it was some bread underneath the table <clears throat> the top or something. She <clears throat> didn't get hers fresh out the oven. It was like, <clears throat> she, said, it's just, she was just so funny. She said, they're very racist there. They're I not racist. You don't belong <laughs> there. Go build a beach in the Caucasus Mountains some fucking where. You don't belong there. Because the more they like roaches, though, for real, the more they show up, the more they take over, and, and, and black people cannot thrive. That's what they did to the Dominic Republican. And they made them motherfuckers, um, a lot of them came from Haiti to the Dominic Republic and then was forced out of the Dominic Republic from the motherfuckers and ends up in Florida. It's that type of shit. They made living so hard for Negroes in their native land. And shit ain't changed even in our native land in America. Ica. Same shit. Same fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? It's the same shit. Same shit. Listen, Don, man, I that, that fucking gas, that gas price was a hit on black people. That gas price, them grass prices was a hit on black people. Nobody the fuck else. That was a hit on black people all over the fucking United States. All that shit. They, I'm, I, don't, I don't get it. Don't, and then um, I heard Biden, wasn't that fat? I think Biden, they said that Biden said, or maybe someone said, but Biden said, Yo, oh, them gas prices going to stay fucking high forever. <laughs> Fuck y'all. 
some shit like that. Like, I mean, come on, man. He did. Yeah. No, he, 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 no, he did. Don. They asked him. I seen, I seen that clip. They said, "How long do the American people gotta go through this?" He said, "However long it takes." So and long it's, it takes. Really, really, for what? Yeah. For what? What is <laughs> right. it supposed to be to, uh, to 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 get Putin out? You are for Putin. This is bullshit, but yeah, that's what he said. I was listening to an old Dr. Yeah. York shit, and he was talking about how they did homeboy now back then. They doing that's the same shit they doing to Putin because he won't he he don't want to get with the United Nations New World Order plan. What was the guy I back then? And they starved him, cut uh, him off from everything. Saddam, yeah, that's what they using that mm-hmm. same um, script. Yeah, because Putin ain't with that new world order, that one world currency, the universal motherfucking health care, the fucking jabs, none of all that shit. That's all this is. I can see it. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 Got banned them from, uh, banned Russia (laughs) from the internet and all that fucking shit. I think it was Gaddafi. That's who I think it was, Gaddafi. Oh, they did Gaddafi the same way. It was the same playbook with Gaddafi, too. Yeah. Saddam, Gaddafi, and then eventually yeah, Hugo Chavez, they, they just didn't they Yeah. Right. And it would have to be Russia because they're the biggest um, nuclear might in, in Europe. So they would have, they they need them to fall in line. So it, it, it makes sense. Meanwhile, it's a hit on Americans. It's always like that. It's a hit on yep. Americans. Yeah. It's a hit on everybody. She that's got a yeah. Yeah, that's how they do it, man. That man for you, Shouty. Have a bad day at work. Come home and beat everybody's ass. Lost all the money gambling. <laughs> Come home and beat everybody's ass. Everybody in the house. Not go back to the casino and rob the bitch, but goddamn it, everybody in the house has got to goddamn catch here. <laughs> That's Every time. typical shit right there. God dog it. All right, five non lethal weapons. The concept of non lethal weapons is not new. The term appears in heavily censored CIA documents dating from the nineteen sixties. Non lethal weapons. But research and development in non lethal technologies has received new impetus as post-Cold War Pentagon planning has shifted its focus to regional conflicts, insurgencies, and peacekeeping. The proponents concede that non-lethal weapons are not necessarily non-lethal. They are still called that because the term is politically attractive. Nev, I know you've been paying attention for a long time. Have you ever heard the term non-lethal? Anybody? No, non-lethal weapon? That's, that's like an oxymoron because a weapon is a weapon. So how can it be a non-lethal weapon? It's just an oxymoron. Right, but if if the American people hear their president that they love and voted for say non-lethal weapons, they will be like, oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? I understand that. That's why he said politically attractive. That's why. Because yeah, it would be accepted. 
The people uh-huh. will accept that. If they say if they go over and say we about to go use some non lethal weapons over there and whatever they want to go, the people accept that. Okay. Yeah, non lethal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mean, yeah. Okay, really that's saying? fine. <laughs> what is he really saying? Instead of killing somebody, maim them? Is that what he's saying? Well, we about to find out. Non-lethal weapons to me is cancer because nobody's blaming the government for it. Non-lethal weapons is sexually transmitted diseases and nobody blaming the government for it. Non-lethal weapons is diabetes, whether it's from bloodline on up to right now, and nobody blaming the government for it. That's right. I like that. Yeah. That's real like shit, those are, and to me, that's non-lethal fucking weapons. The education system is a non-lethal weapon. The cell yes. phones is non-lethal weapons. The cable towers is non-lethal weapons. Yeah. That's right. That's how I see that shit. The water is a non-lethal weapon. Come on now. Say that right, bitch. I said that that's, two years ago. That's right. <laughs> that's shit. Right. That's right. The air is a non-lethal yeah. fucking weapon. <laughs> I, we can go on Ooh. and on with this shit, right? Having babies is a non-lethal weapon if you have it in the goddamn hospital. <laughs> Non-lethal yes. Various names were considered and are still sometimes used. Soft kill, mission kill, less than lethal weapons, non-injurious, injurious incapitation, disabling measures. Oh, I heard that term before, disabling measures. Strategic immobility. Quote, having been through a number of names, I can say that nothing has had the impact of non-lethal. Avers Alexander. The growing prominence of of the non-lethal program tends to validate this strategy. Rebelling against the program's marketing span, analysis across the political spectrum have rejected the assertion that non-lethal weapons represent a new development in war fighting or even a fruitful area for investment. Alexander writes, major political benefit can be accrued by being the first nation to announce a policy advocating projection of force in a manner that does not result in killing people. Non-lethal weapons disable or destroy without causing significant injury or damage, like them taser guns. And everybody was okay. Like, he didn't have to kill them. All he had to do was tase them. That's a non-lethal weapon, newbie. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they're saying. Pepper spray. Oh, yeah, shit like that, Zeta. Put a dog on them. That's a non-lethal weapon. Let one of they fucking dogs goddamn bat bite them and shit. <laughs> the fuck? Non-lethal weapons disable or destroy without causing significant injury or damage, asserted Under Secretary of Defense Paul Wolfowitz in a March 1991 memorandum. This is an important misconception. Nevertheless, Wolf. Wolf, y'all, Wolfowitz wrote, a U.S. lead in non-lethal technologies will increase our options and reinforce our position in the post-Cold War world. My ears start ringing. 
Minority Report. Great day, Jael. Happy New Year, baby. Um, damn, my ears start ringing. Uh, what did I just say? Dozens of non-lethal weapons have been proposed or developed, mostly in laboratory-scale models. They encompass a broad range of technologies, including chemical, biological, kinetic, electromagnetic, and acoustic weapons. Did not Dr. Yo tell us that shit? Now, if you know the class I'm talking about, we said when they use acoustic to fry your non-magnetic particles. Yeah. Um, he go into that shit. Yep. Wow. So they encompass a broad range of technologies, including chemical, biological, kinetic, electromagnetic, and acoustic weapons, as well as informational techniques such as computer viruses. That's your boy Billy, ain't it? That 1991 Um, memorandum. The hazards of unaccountable government from secret wars to secret radiation experiments are well known, and yet the system continues. The Clinton administration has made progress toward reforming it, but measurable results still have not materialized. The nominal justification for secrecy and non-lethal weapons is that developing them on a totally Unclassified bases would enable potential adversaries to duplicate the effort or develop countermeasures. This is a valid concern that is exploited beyond all justifications to the point of concealing the budgets and even the very existence of many programs. That's Steve Aftergood from the Federal of American Science, Federation of American Sciences. <clears throat> Y'all hear this part right here, newbie. Uh, when he says the, yeah. the nominal, the nominal justification for secrecy and non-lethal weapons is that developing them on a totally unclassified basis would enable potential adversaries to duplicate the effort or develop countermeasures that make you think of Faraday on it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Countermeasures to, uh, and like um, what um, Todd puts on his um, meters to protect his life, what he used, you know, on his meters outside. He talks about it from time to time. Countermeasures, baby. Uh, For hundreds of years, sci-fi writers have imagined weapons that might use energy waves or pulse to knock out, knock down, or otherwise disable enemies. That part right there, y'all, that's Iron Man 1. Remember Iron Man boy who been with his daddy? And when he went into Iron Man house, he used this shit right here to disable him. He couldn't move. It was a, um, you know, it was a, um, a little. Sound, yeah, it was like, like a, Yeah, yeah. It was like a little handheld keypad. Yeah. And he used that shit. Yeah. For hundreds of years, sci-fi writers have imagined weapons that might use energy waves or pulse to knock out, knock down, or otherwise disable enemies without necessarily killing them. And for a good 40 years, the U.S. military has quietly been pursuing weapons of this sort. Much of this work is still secret. But now that the Cold War has ended and the United States is engaged in more humanitarian and peacekeeping missions, 
the search for weapons that could encapsulate, is that it? Incapacitate. Incapacitate. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Lord. So glad we got a smart one here. Let me do that again. (laughs) Much of this work is still secret, but now that the Cold War has ended and the United States is engaged in more humanitarian and peacekeeping missions, the search for weapons that could encap... Incapacitate. Oh, incapacitate. Why do you say incom? There's no C-O. It's I-N-C-A-P, incap. Incapacitate. Oh, incapacitate. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were saying incom. <laughs> My bad, let's do it again. Incapacitate. One more time, Don, get it right. Much of this work is still secret, but now that the Cold War has ended and the United States is engaged in more humanitarian peacekeeping missions, the search for weapons that could incapacitate people without inflicting lethal injuries has intensified. See that? Police, police too, are keenly interested. Scores of new contracts have been issued, and scientists, aided by government research on the bio effects of beam energy, sound familiar? Of beam energy are searching the electromagnetic and sonic spectrums for wavelengths that can affect human behavior. This was written, uh, what, uh, I think maybe in the uh, not 90s, but early 2000s. Look at this shit. Y'all hear that? Did you hear that? The fuck? This is what's happening. And it's even so smoothly now by way of injections by people going to the bar to alter their behaviors. Let me do that part again. Bioenergy and searching the electromagnetic sonic spectrum for wavelengths that can affect human behavior. Weapons already exist that use lasers, which can temporarily or permanently blind enemy soldiers. So-called acoustic and sonic weapons, like the ones in the aforementioned lab, can vibrate the insides of humans to stun them, nauseate them, or even liquefy their bowels and reduce them to quivering, quivering diuretic Diarrheic messes. What if I? What if that happened to me? What if they? This you think they use it on me? You. Did you see a light dot? Did you see laser? Ah shit! It's so smooth. I I, I I don't know. You think they did me like that? Nah, I don't Lord think have mercy. That. Ironically enough, I'm not tripping. Uh, Tamuz was listening to the show, and he texts me, and he says. Um, he said, Don, I had a kale salad. He said he had a kale wrap, and he shit it ten times that day. I said, oh, it's the kale. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And, of course, majority of my diet is liquid. So, But I had that salad on Saturday. Yeah. So that's good to know. Good to know I'm not the only one that's eating right and shitting <laughs> at the same damn time. Okay. So at the or, same or, damn or, time. Or could have got the red light on his ass, too. 
Think about it. He could have got that shit. The, uh, what that shit called? The laser. The acoustic. That can vibrate the insides of a human to stun them, nauseate them, and, and liquefy their bowels and reduce them to quivering, diarrheic messes. Uh, according to a Pentagon briefing, oh, that was according to a Pentagon briefing. So the Pentagon briefing said that. You find, you pull that up. Prototype, prototypes of such weapons were recently considered for tryout when U.S. troops intervened in Somalia. Other stranger effects also have been explored such as using electromagnetic waves to put human targets to sleep or to heat them up on the microwave oven principle. Y'all heard that? Devilish. Well, I just missed my, my, what the fuck? Scientists are also trying to make a sonic cannon that throws a shock wave with enough with enough force to knock down a man. I've seen that in the movie. While this and similar weapons may seem far fetched, scientists say they are naturally successors to projects to projects. Ah, shit. Scientists say they are natural successors to projects to projects already underway, like beams that disable the electronic system of an aircraft, computers, or missiles, for instance. Once you are into these anti-material weapons, it is a short jump to anti-personnel weapons, says Louis Slesson, editor of the trade journal Microwave News. You know he would know. That's because the human body is essentially an electrochemical system, and devices that disrupt the electrical impulses of the nervous system can affect behavior and body functions. But these programs, particularly those involving anti-personnel research, are so well guarded that details are scarce. People in the military go silent on this issue, says Cecilin. More than any other issue, people just do not want to talk about this. I want to talk about it, Cecily. They basically signed away their rights, Don. Government property. I want to talk about this. You want to talk about this? Absolutely. Why not? So, are you saying she thought when they went? Is that in, when they went and some? Oh, fuck me. Are you mentioning Ebola symptoms? Is that dealing with Somalia when the government, when your U.S. government went to Somalia? Huh? They fucked up Somalia, didn't they? Evil bastards. I can't believe you niggas get in line to vote. You should be ashamed of yourself. Got 90 seconds. Thank you, Jaya. We about to go into overtime. You niggas should really be ashamed of yourself to be voting in this damn system. <laughs> For real Shit they done did to black people You dummy You stay the fuck You don't not participate Do what they did to black What the United States did to black people All over the fucking world Ain't no way in hell I don't give a fuck what nigga running Right Fucked up everybody boo 
Never got a question. That so-called apartheid, was the United States involved in that shit? Involved? Yeah. They always got their hand in shit. Indirectly, yes. They always got their hand in shit. If they report news from overseas, they got their hand in it. Give a fuck what nobody say. I can see that. Because they want they got to interest. do something, right? They wanted Mandela to do something, right? And and they lobotomize him. Y'all know Africa ain't got no damn technology to lobotomize a motherfucker. That all came from goddamn United States Nazis. Then they lobotomize him. Then he was a robot so they could use him. Next thing you know, what happens? All the white motherfuckers from America ended up moving to where? South Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Sally Struthers, every fucking body over there, poisoning all the goddamn South Africans, all that shit. Okay? And they're using your (laughs) money to do it. And ain't pop up over there, every goddamn thing. Come on, man. And using who money? Your money to do it if you donate to them. You donate to the cause. Oh, a lot of motherfuckers money. did. And they used niggas on television to do that, didn't they? That's yeah. Right. Put it in all Negro channels. I was in a white person house and I didn't even see that commercial about Africa. Free South Africa. But I, I didn't see no goddamn for just 10 cents a day could feed this Somalian Negro child. I know it stayed on our TV. I was about to say that shit was a heavy rotation. Yeah. That yeah. was like every fourth commercial, that, that commercial would pop up. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Then shortly after that, AIDS in Africa. And then shortly after that, We Are the World song for Africa. You notice that shit? When the white folks showed up, man, everybody got AIDS. After that, when like um, Newbie said, when niggas paid them ten cents for them motherfuckers, they went and flew. And think you know, Africa uh, AIDS took place. Then they got mm-hmm. all the goddamn singers and shit to come together USA for Africa, saying that we are the world shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was around eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty nine. Yep. After after they after AIDS hit, after we, we selling struggles and all the rest of them doing them damn commercials about Africa, then AIDS, then yeah, that's it now. Yeah, USA and Africa, we are the world. Nobody put the pieces together on that one, did they? Now, nope. <laughs> I'm about to move my ass. To Not quick home. enough, I should say. I'm with my ass at St. Thomas. I was I, I, I kept putting I keep I keep putting some shit out there in the universe like where is a place I can go? And this is so true. I'm so sorry. When where Caucasians is not allowed. And homegirl just help me out right there. St. Thomas. Who said they not who who said they not allowed in St. Thomas? Well not allowed not allowed allowed, but you know, they can only be stuck on one little rock. Over there, I like that. That's how Hawaiians do it too. That's how Hawaiians do it in Hawaii. Girl, they don't do it like that no more. Obviously, I've been watching all this shit, man. I watched um, 
all the Karen compilations and this Karen in fucking Hawaii, man. This bitch here did a Hawaiian motherfucker so wrong, called him all types of fucking names. Come to find out this bitch is a first grade teacher or kindergarten teacher. So she went to the news media herself and sat down was like, I don't know, I love I love the Hawaiian people. I love to be in Hawaii. I love their culture. I love everything about them. I, I don't know what happened, what came over me, <laughs> all of this stuff. And I'm I lost my job and everything, like all this type of shit. I love you Hawaiians. I, I love your natives. I love everything about you. I don't I don't know. That's yeah. only on the main island. That's 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 Kona. That's the big island. There's a, there's a lot of islands. Yeah, it's it's a lot of uh, islands that are not the main island, the big island. It's uh, it's other islands in in Hawaii. I wonder White which one it was. Not where that bitch was at. That's the one. I, that's one. So I guarantee you, I guarantee you, it was the big yeah. island. I guarantee you. Me and you gonna go to that one. Yeah. Okay, now if you With find that island, where white people ain't no, well, white people ain't welcome. That's where man, you gonna go. Yeah, I know where it's at. I mean, I, I know the. I can't think of it at the top of my head, but um, yeah, I know, I know of it. I know about it. Like they can't even like build there. You can't build no houses. That like so they're perfect. not welcome there. Yeah, man. They can yeah. only visit for a certain amount of time, and then they gotta go. And it's another island where they like. <laughs> it's like that one where the people would throw them darts at you if you try to come too close. Hawaii has something similar, but the, yeah, they're not welcome. The, the white folks yeah, we live on Maui. Well, dang, welcome. Hey, the white folks, they, they were, the white folks live on Maui and, and Kona Island, which is the big I'm island. I'm sick of white people. <laughs> I'm sick of city niggas, and I'm sick of white people. Hey, I'm with you. They did something really fucked up the city niggas. I can't fuck, I can't even go in the city because of city niggas. Can't enjoy a goddamn yeah. beach and palm tree because of goddamn white dogs, two legs and foes. I'm sick of them. Yeah, I am too. I I, I know. I, I typed it in the chat room that time when you was like, I'm saving that. I'm clipping that. When I was out oh, for my dog, I, I was. Oh, I stop that shit. <laughs> I was. I mean, Janelle was out shopping. I was, you know, out there, and I was just walking. We was in Berkeley, and I was just like. And I just saw a row of Teslas on the back half of this, like the place we were shopping on the back half. And it was about 20 Teslas all, you know, on their little charge and shit. And it was like all these white folks in their cars and on top of sitting on their little Teslas. And I was like, oh, I really, I was like, damn, I don't like these motherfuckers. It's just like, yep, it's, it's like. You waking up. I was like. <laughs> It's the truth, man. We got to get all our shit back. California is a fucking female, a black woman. They got to go. Cali. That's right. Cali Ma. They got to go. They got to get the fuck out. For real. The time is now. Motherfuckers. Time is now. For real. Say that shit. I'm sick of this shit. Right. I mean, this shit, this, they, the world and America in particular is going through a transition. It but is transitioning right, right now. Nelson saw a line of fucking Teslas being charged up, and Nelson said, I hate these fucking crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Mean? I was just like. You saw ta- Teslas being charged up and all. <laughs> yeah. I was like. 
these motherfuckers. I, I, I was just like, I in that you, moment. <laughs> it was just like, in that moment. I was like, what I Jane don't like these motherfuckers. I don't know. She, I didn't say it to her. Well, I just, I, I know I said something about the car. I said, look at this shit here. You know, she didn't pay no mind. But I was like, I'm like, ugh. I'm like, I live in California. we surrounded by these motherfucking yuppies. Oh you know God. it was all Negroes at first. Right. <laughs> living off the it land. Just, it was just, living righteous. Right, it was just, right, it was just a hell of a, a sight to see. It was just, it was just odd. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I live in the Bay, so it's, you know, all, you know, it's white folks, you know, it's the Bay Area. But to see it in that manner of where you know the future is headed, and, and to see it like that, I was like, this is the shit they want? Is this mindless shit? It just, they all looked like hella programmed. You know what I'm saying? It was all in, all on the little, the Tesla battery, you know. The, That's the interesting, because um, I was telling, was it you, Warwick, who know? did y'all, have you ever heard me mention Zootopia in the past four days? Oh, not in the four, past four days, but, we, you know, we built on this some time ago. Then who the Utopia. fuck was I talking to? I know it couldn't have been dark because then that nigga ain't watched that shit. But I said, oh, it was Sananda. It was Sananda. The, the way they set up this shit in our native land and shit, it, it reminds me of Zootopia. When, even when you said all that shit about them a few seconds ago, they like they live in a fucking Zootopia, you know? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you mm. get out a little bit more and just look at this shit. Go through like there. Okay, so you know how you have grassroots areas in your um in certain cities or downtowns and shit where yes. the locals are really at, you know what I'm saying, homegrown, bred for generations. Yes. They are the coolest ever. And then you go to where they developed all this new shit at, created a whole nother type of town squares or whatever the fuck yes. it is. And that part that looked like that utopia. Looked like that, that motherfucker is, yeah, that's, 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 that's that what I like saw really. here. Yeah. I saw that shit here. I said, this is some zoo-ass topia shit. That, yep. That's what that was, yep. Because if you, you know, I've been, you know, growing, you know, been to Berkeley, you know, this is right next door. So that, that city is always been like, um, how do I explain this shit? Like Berkeley has always been like this nature type of city, like everybody's natural. They live in, a, you know what I'm saying? Like they grow herbs and they smell like herbs and it's peace and love. You know, it's that kind of shit. And then mm. to see them all, to see it transform and now they're like all Zootopia. mechanical. Yeah. yeah looking like, like how all that, mechanical that first, shit. When Zootopia first come on now, look, they look just like every, like them. When they first come on, see them walking, they pull just like they stuck in some days and, some, and, and you know, a day yes. or something. But they bougie, you know. They got that bougie Hella. shit, but they in a fucking day. Yes, yes. I wish I could have. I should have took a picture of that shit. I wish I could have seen it. Like, 
20, 30 Teslas lined up on these fucking charging stations. I was just like, I was so disgusted. I was like, ugh. Was that, was that a banner for clean energy? It's crazy. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if you would have seen the movie, they all was like, um, like all doing the same shit while they yeah. sat in their fucking cars yeah. as it charged. It was like, and they head down on their fucking phone like idiots. I yes. be watching they ass. They are the most. You talking about some idiots? Tell them I said it. White people are idiots. I said and watch them motherfuckers. They head stay down. So stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid, it is. man. It's disgusting, so man. It's fucking disgusting. It really is. Y'all cross the street shit. from time to time and look at that shit. What me and that got uh, Newbie yeah. can't tell it because he's you know he's part of that Zootopia life. <laughs> Damn. What you mean, Doc? I ain't gonna never simulate myself into that bullshit. <laughs> Fucking zombies, man! The fuck. Even when they what y'all? Even when they say "What's up?" they nod first. Them motherfuckers. Um, we about to get into something really interesting. This is the Greenham Common Women's Peace Camp. This is the first time they use EM weapons in Massa. What's that? Mass masses weapons E N M A S S E newbie Massa. Masses. What is it? M A S S E. Masse. Masses. M A S S E. Mass. Yeah. And what's E N before that? And mass. In mass. What in mass mm-hmm. is to a whole bunch of bitches. Mm. Yeah. This is at Grenoble. E N. In mass. E N mass. First use of electronic, oh, electromagnetic weapons. They used it on women peace camps in England. Here we go. Women peace campers at Greenham Common, England, claimed that they were attacked by U.S. electronic weapons from within the U.S. air base there. Scientists from Electronics Today measured some form of electromagnetic wave that was responsible for illnesses they suffered. A team of doctors from the, medical camp, from the medical campaign against nuclear weapons compiled a report on the condition of the women affected. The women first noticed a pattern of illnesses emerging in 1984. Women at different points around the camp appeared to have experienced similar symptoms at the same time even when they were not in contact with one another. Large numbers of women complained of sudden feelings of extreme tiredness shortly before major events, such as the departure of a cruise missile convoy, readings taken with a wide-range signal strength meter showed marked increases in the background signal level near one of the women's women's camps, at a time when they claim to be experiencing ill effects, including vertigo, retinal bleeding, retinal, that's the eye bleeding again, right? Yes. Yeah. That's from the eye. 
Fuck, I keep saying that's that's one of the damn symptoms of us. You know what? Of them drinks everybody want to take. Ret, uh, retinal bleeding, burnt face even at night, nausea, sleep disturbances, palpitation, loss of concentration, loss of memory, disorientation, severe headaches, temporary paralysis, faulty speech coordination, irritability, and a sense of panic in non-panic situations. And in one case, a certain a circulatory failure that required emergency treatment. Many of these symptoms have been associated in medical literature with exposure to microwaves and especially through low-intensity or non-thermal exposures. The signal levels measured... The signal levels measured were well above normal background levels but still within official safety limits. However, there is evidence from a number of sources that low levels of electromagnetic radiation can have harmful effects, especially where exposure takes place over a long period of time. These effects have been reviewed by Dr. Robert Becker, twice nominated for the Nobel Prize and a specialist in electromagnetic effects. His report confirms that the symptoms mirror those he would expect to see had microwave weapons been deployed. British defense officials have denied that any form of electronic signal is being used against the protesters. They use that, electronics today. Oh, my goodness. Nasty. Y'all want to get into the Department of Defense? that uses the Department of Justice to develop non-lethal weapons? Oh, yes. Okay, well, before we get into that, any updates on CERN before we get into that? Any updates on CERN? Yay, nay? No. No? Nuh-uh. Nope. Okay, because I was sleeping like a pimp today. (laughs) (laughs) I was sleeping like I got all my money from them bitches. Yeah. This was supposed <laughs> to be that third run of some sort. But uh, huh? as far as I'm concerned, it it really didn't come up with much. It's just, their justification for the whole process was that they're going to be doing studies for a, a, whole, a long period of time. It's bullshit. It's like Neff yep. said. Them motherfuckers in the basement. Yep. They'll never let their right hand know what their left hand doing. They in the basement. That's what they said yesterday. They, this is all bullshit. Remind me of that time when goddamn uh, Rado Rivera said he was going to get into Al Capone's safe and, and wasn't nothing in it. Stayed up all goddamn night long. Y'all don't remember that? Did they mind zap y'all? Memory zap. Y'all don't remember yeah. No, I, I missed that episode. Yeah. Man, we were little kids, and, you know, we ain't got no mama and daddy and shit that believe in bedtime, school night and shit. So <laughs> we stayed up. I stayed up, motherfucker, waiting on that shit, waiting to see what was in Al Capone's uh, safe. Stayed up with nothing. Nigga had us up for I don't know how long that shit was. You vaguely remember Poe thing, Ethereum. How old are you, Ethereum? 
Well, you know, I, I had a mom and dad that didn't believe and go to bed so you can get up and go to school. Yo, 42, so you probably was too, too little, but I'm pretty sure some adults around stayed up and tried to watch that shit got played. And another time we stayed up late to watch, uh, what's that nigga name, y'all? The magician make the goddamn Statue of Liberty disappear. Copperfield? Y'all remember that? Copperfield. That yep. fuck boy. <laughs> do y'all remember that one? Yep. Yeah, I do. <laughs> that shit, damn man, I had to put water in my eyes. I remember my brother was like, come on, you got to put water in your eyes. You fall asleep, you got to stay up and finish. Like, we had to put water, man, that shit, that was a fucking scam out this. I'm so pissed. Uh, okay, anyway. All right, so fuck CERN then. Now, CERN doing something, though. I hope so. I hope it yeah, is. Yeah, they, 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 they doing it. They doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it is. I, I, for real. I don't give a fuck if it's pure evil. I don't give a shit. Don, if you looked at it, you would see that <laughs> it was all simulated. You know, they were, everything was, like, digitally simulated, basically. You couldn't really see pictures of anything realistically. Well, if we know a little bit of what we know about that 20-mile tube they got um, underground going into, what, two cities? Country, yeah. Oh, two countries. Thank you, Neff. Yeah, and they're using what again? The electron volts of Terra? Tev? If it is true, something is going to happen. It, it, it already happened. Right. It's happening. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Really um, happening. It was something that I saw, but I saw it laying down today. Um, somebody mentioned that they were the cause of a few things that had already happened, and I can't remember now like catastrophes that was happening. You know, Big earthquakes. earthquake in Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, a yeah. going in Pakistan not too long ago, about a week or two ago. Yeah, like a lot of that type of stuff that um, they were saying, yeah. Hmm. All right, Department of uh, Defense, Department of Justice. The DOD uses the DOJ to develop non-lethal weapons in secret. Many of these devices are in violation of international treaties. U.S. don't give a fuck about no goddamn treaties. I don't even know why people literally put this shit in their books. You know what I'm saying? The United States give no fuck. Now, do the United States give a fuck no. about a treaty? Not, not a fuck. They don't give None, no, no fuck. Fucks. We did the whole U.S. chemical biological warfare, and them, that shit ain't stopped them. Yeah, that's the coldest shit ever. <laughs> they they issue an apology to keep it moving. That's all you need to know is their chemical <laughs> warfare on their own people. On their own, yeah. They and then, their own soldiers. And then the United Nations say, stop that now. And they said, okay, we're finished. We won't ever do it again. Right. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. This is the only fucking country that has not been charged with war crimes because they control the world. 
Only country. And that's some and shit. And the media. Don't forget the media as well. That's the world. You can. Where would you go to hold United States responsible for war crimes on on their own citizens? No, you can't go. Not you can't go to nobody because they yeah. You take your ass to the United Nations if you want to. That's what I'm Okay, never went on mute. Okay, so by classifying these weapons as crowd control, how about that? Let me do it again. Department of Defense uses the Department of Justice to develop non-lethal weapons in secret. By classifying these weapons as crowd control, that's what they use. By classifying these weapons as crowd control devices and funding them through the Department of Justice and the Department of Defense avoids oversight. During the Nixon administration, psychiatric and police organizations merged their efforts, particularly the DOJ and the NIMH. What's that again? The National Something Medical, some old shit. Yeah, the Medical Health. What is it again? NIMH. N I M H? N N I M H. Like National Institute of um, Medicine or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All the doctors. The DOJ, through the Law Enforcement Assistant Administration, Leah, was also planning the creation of a national police force and urban welfare preparation that went by the names Operation Cable Splicer, sound familiar, and Operation Garden Plot. What's urban warfare? That's us. That's what we see right now. <laughs> it's urban up, they say urban war- war- warfare preparation, and they, uh, they went under the name Operation Cable Splicer, Operation Garden Plot, where they poison our little grass so we can't grow shit. No farming, that's right. Urban, that should raise an eyebrow. The government publication Individual Rights and the Federal Role in Behavior Modification. Yep, that's urban warfare. Yep, that's us. That's us. Yep, that's us. (laughs) Behavior modification. All this shit I've been reading for the whole year and some change about with y'all. Remember, they was focused on African-Americans' behavior modification. They called it the urban something-something. This was some months back, way months back. Damn, it's seven months, so it could have been last year. Wow. Okay, anyway, individual rights and the federal role in behavior modification revealed that the DOJ, the DOL, what's DOL, y'all? Department of what? What, labor? Labor. Okay, good. Department of Labor, the Veteran Administration, VA? Yes. Yes. The DOD, Department of Defense, and the NSF. What's that? The what? NSF. SF, National Security. Security Fund. No. National Security. NSF. National Security Finance. NSF. Not familiar with that one, NSF. 
Somebody pull up NSF, GOV. Yeah, um, I think national safety, maybe bar, I doubt that. Maybe so. They make up them names to make black people relax. Could be national safety. <laughs> We're here. We're the National Safety Foundation. We, okay, you can relax. We, we just want to take your blood. National Science Foundation. Okay, thank you, Shidak. So the DOJ, Department of Labor, the Veteran Administration, the Department of Defense, and the National Science Foundation were engaged in various aspects of behavioral modification without effective oversight or review. Under interrogation, the head of the LEA, that's the Law Enforcement Assistant Administration, announced that funding would be cut, but instead it proceeded to fund behavior modification. One such project at Atmore State Prison, I knew they were going to the prison, one such project at Atmore State Prison conducted over 50 psychosurgical operations which according to Dr. Swan of Fisk University were, damn, lobotomies, were lobotomies performed on black political activists. Motherfucker, I'm just saying they did that shit. United States did that shit to Mandela. Didn't I say that? Didn't I say that? They wanted to use the prisoners as guinea pigs, and then this shit worked, motherfucker. They took that shit to Mandela. Didn't I tell y'all that? Didn't I say that? Didn't I say that? Come on. It's okay to say, yes, you did. At Moore, yep, yep. Um, it's at Moore State Prison. I don't know where it's at, though. I don't know. Probably Alabama. Ain't no telling. Yeah. Yep. Performed 50 lobotomies. Performed on black political activists. Hello? Hello? What year was that? Come on now. Remember they were locking them motherfuckers up? Political activists. Come back out with goddamn fucking Jane Fonda and shit. Behavior modification. <laughs> the fuck? Okay, in 1977, a Senate hearing into CIA drug experimentation drove existing programs underground. To secure the survival of their projects, networks, and funding, the mind control fraternity were forced to largely abandon scientific and military laboratories to seek deep cover. See that? Ain't nothing abandoned. Like Neil said, them motherfuckers went in the basement. Congressional scrutiny forced them to hide their activities by performing experiments on the powerless and voiceless human beings incarcerated in prison and psychiatric systems or in the inner city by starting or manipulating coats and using them as cover for their operation. Mind control, they're black people now, mind control operations were hidden in undocumented black projects and intelligence agency cutouts of all types, including criminal enterprises that provided cover and deniability for the perpetrators in government and heads of intelligence agency. Did y'all just hear this shit? Cyclotronic. Remember that word? 
Cyclotronic renaissance is the ability of very low strength electromagnetic fields to produce significant biological effects by spinning or rotating particles within living cells. You heard? One military application described in the final report on biotechnology research requirements for aeronautical systems through the year 2000, Volume 1, Southwest Research Institute, San Antonio, Texas, 1982, is the introduction of a small amount of chemical or biological weapon to enemy soldiers or populations. By using a harmonizing or renaissance frequency of a poison existing in minute or undetectable concentrations, lethal effects can be achieved. They smooth with it, baby. The U.S. Naval Medical Research Center, yep, the U.S. Naval Medical Research Center used the technique of cyclotronic renaissance on the lithium ion that occurs naturally in the brain to sedate the brain as if a, as if a large dose of lithium had been administered. So you know your body, your brain makes lithium. <laughs> we all robots, motherfucker. If I'm not mistaken, don't they use um, lithium to for a true serum? Like when they want to get the truth, don't they like shoot them up with lithium? Oh no, I thought they use LSD for that shit. Mm-mm. See the lithium or something else. I don't know why you're gonna say mm-mm. I'm a master of the CIA MK Ultra Files. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They use LSD, alcohol, and something else to get them to tell the truth. It's, it's like Not a combination they have of them. A, they have a literal a, a truth serum. Truth serum. Okay. I believe it's, they use lithium. I could be wrong, but... Okay, let's do it again. Well, okay, well, in this case, Neff, they use a high doses of lithium, even though the brain naturally makes it. By resonating Wait, what, natural, huh? No, I was saying, what are they using it for again? What are, what are they using it for? Um, okay, so the U.S. Navy Medical Research Center used the technique of cyclotronic renaissance on the lithium ion that occurs naturally in the brain to sedate the brain as if a large dose of lithium had been administered. By resonating naturally occurring chemicals in our bodies, you amplify their potency, creating the same chemical changes as would have occurred with a massive dose of the chemical. These weapons change the porosity of the blood-brain barrier, allowing these lethal substances to go where they normally would be excluded. Now let's find out what they used it for. These experiments are ongoing using the Department of Justice to fund these programs as crowd control to avoid being caught in violations of international treaties against the use of biological and chemical weapons. It's still not telling us. I don't know what they used it for, Neff. Okay. You said we don't know what they used our own lithium against us. Mm. 
1993, the National Institute of Justice, NIJ, initiative on less than lethal weapons, recommending that state and local police departments in America utilize psychotronic, electromagnetic, and other mind control weapons against American citizens involved in domestic disturbances, an open-ended term that could include family arguments. The report said short-term research would be completed to adopt military technology to use by domestic law enforcement. You hear this shit? Including laser, microwave, and electromagnetic weapons. The Washington Post reported the Pentagon and the DOJ have agreed to share state-of-the-art military technology with civilian law enforcement agencies, including exotic non-lethal weapons. This new approach to law enforcement has showcased in a three-day secret conference on non-lethal weaponry at the Applied Physics Laboratory at John Hopkins University in Maryland. I hate them bastards. The conference held was Colonel John B. Alexander, Program Manager for Non-Lethal Psychotronics Defense. Why is it at a hospital? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Alamos National Laboratory. You Ooh, see this shit? That's out here. That's out here, Alamos. Yeah, because it's biological. It's biological. See? It's psychological. So they got to deal with the, uh, in the hospitals, like you said, the scientists. Yeah. People, and, and see, people out here begging for police reform. Okay, you going to get your police reform. What you, you say they want to do? That's going to be your police reform. The tactics that they use. Wow. Oh, yeah. They're going to be using They have no idea. They have no idea. What is that, weapons? Non-lethal. They think non-lethal weapons with police, police is tasers and uh, rubber bullets. Now they got that new shit. Don reading it. That's the kind of police reform you're you're about to receive. Mm, 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 mm. Cause you have to be careful what you ask for. Man, See, that's what that's what blows my mind about people. We got people who would acknowledge that these people are devilish, and they're mm, sinister, mm, 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 and they're diabolical, mm. and then at the same time, Still. ask for that you want them to change shit. Oh, they yeah, gonna change uh-huh. it, all right? Uh huh. At the oh, same yes, time, you. still want them. Yep. See, it's them so the trusting. people that yeah, them the people that I think that they say that, I'm not even a Bible motherfucker, but them the kind of people that I see that have the forked tongue. They always like to make the forked tongue look like you know like this devil talking. If that's the case, then these then these humans are reincarnate to that because they're speaking mm-hmm. with a forked tongue. So devil you recognize that, right? You recognize these people are devilish. And they ought to harm people on the under, but at the same time, you want them to change shit? You think they're going to be the, the benevolent people, the benevolent ones? Like, do they really got your interest? That's what blows my mind about people. Zena, I open you your know. mic, your, your 832 number, and I'm going to open your Zena mic up, too, just in case, because we about to go uh, hyperspace, I guess. Now, you said that shit. I know. People naturally do that even to an individual. They know how fucked up and diabolical yeah. they are and still want them. Blah, blah, blah. Dot, dot, dot. Still yeah. want them. Yeah. Yes, I know. 
Yeah, that's it. I don't understand that relation. I don't understand the relationship like that. Like, how the fuck? Ain't no way in hell. I don't. I try my best to avoid them. I don't want no parts of the government. Nothing they got. Nothing. <laughs> hey, I might be the only one Especially that refused the goddamn you... check from them bitches when everybody was cashing them in. <laughs> <laughs> Right, especially when you are here asking, really thinking that that's where the change is going to come from. Yeah, girl. Okay. It's like that it's makes like no a fucking bitch that logical sense. Fucking ass beat by her fucking spouse, mm. and she goes to therapy, and that's gonna change it. Or she, you know, what I'm saying, try to talk nicely. And not argue back with them, still get a fucking ass beat. You bitch, ain't nothing. You ain't not nothing's gonna change. That's the regard. That's it. I was a little girl looking at the world and paying attention. I heard my brother say, "I always thought that the world would get better, but it's not." We were little kids and look at this shit now. That's damn near forty fucking years ago, in the eighties. And look at this shit. It's not. And when they say that the world will get better, you are saying basically the government. You know what I'm saying? The government, the, the education system, the justice system, the health care system. You know yes. what I'm saying? All they shit. The psychology system. All their fucking, you just, that's what you're saying when you're thinking that, you thinking that the world going to get better. And like a change going to come. Oh, it's going to come. Oh, a change, change don't mean good. Motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Change do not mean good. Don't mean good for the greater good at all. And the greater good to the government is these motherfuckers that sit in labs and figure out how to fuck people up. And then they tell their workers, you got to do this shit for the greater good. The greater good is the diabolical fucking forces. They see themselves as doing good. They are the greater good. Yeah, your government forces is the greater good. The population, the populace is not the greater good. You're bad. That's why they got all tri- all types of fucked up shit set up. We're the enemy to the government. We're the terrorists. That's a fact. That's a fact. We're the enemy. We're the parasite. We're the virus to these motherfuckers. That ain't never changed, have it? Never change, even before we were fucking born when they came, when they set up they fucking sick ass. And I, I don't understand. That's true. I understand. How can you accept motherfuckers that came and killed, raped, and stole, and, 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 and did all this shit to do any good 200-some years later? You got to be out your fucking mind. To do any good, you can't. You cannot. It's, you cannot. Got to be out your fucking At all. Mind. And when shit hit the fan, the real motherfuckers that control this shit are nothing but diabolical caucus agents. So every white friend you got or neighbor or whatever, they siding with them. We as Negroes are on our own. We're led to the slaughter first. Don't forget the black sheep. Is the first to be slaughtered, then the white sheep. 
they always going to side with them motherfuckers. You hear me? They, it don't matter. They're going to side with their own, period. That's why they hope that they have another one that put in office that would do something for them. They keep hoping that shit. And niggas end up inheriting that same fucking dumbass hope. <laughs> like, you really hope too, nigga? Yeah. 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 And what's fucked up about Negroes is Negroes don't even really know what they really do need, you know? They don't know what they really do need. So why the fuck is you voting any fucking way? You don't even know what the fuck you need, what your kind need as a whole. You don't even know. How about they don't even really know what they have, let alone what they need? That too. <laughs> Damn, Bob, me and you at the same time, right? That too. Shit. Yeah, but I, what the fuck are you lining up for? The fuck are you lining up for? You don't even know what the fuck you want. You ain't that nigga bust in on city council or in and going to their congress or whatever the fuck office as, as in a herd or as a bunch. You know what I'm saying? In huge fucking numbers. Never. They don't know. They don't know. They don't hold nobody to the fucking fire. Because they don't even know. They don't even know. They have no clue. What am I holding you to the fire for if I don't even know why I even let you in my life? What you said you was going to do for a nigga. I can't even hold you to the fire, <laughs> motherfucker, because I don't even know. I, don't, I just let you in. I just want you here. Like the fuck? Like, they don't know. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I, ain't no way in hell I participate in a bunch of niggas that don't know what the fuck they want so they can kick down the damn senator, though, Congress, though, mayor, though, and all the rest of the motherfuckers and say, motherfucker, you fucked up. You ain't did shit. We said what need to be done. Because a nigga ain't never said what needs to be done. <laughs> While they checking them boxes, they never, they don't, what the fuck needs to be done. They don't, they, nothing, they don't fucking know. The motherfucker said, y'all ain't getting reparations, and niggas is yelling gas prices. Drop them, please. The fuck is it? All they know is reparations, huh? Oh, and more programs. We need financial, what do you say, what they be yelling? Financial literacy. You going to let these motherfuckers, the same motherfuckers that got you illiterate, teach you literacy. Really? 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 We need more crack pipes. You're going to let the same motherfuckers that goddamn drugged your ass up supply you with crack pipes. Really? Ain't no way in hell. No way. No way. No way. Oh, here's one for you. We want you to love us. That's Stockholm Syndrome, ain't it? That was that newbie, that was that first part when they um, 
from yeah, from last from Tuesday show, uh, whatever that yeah Tuesday show, where they said they did so much mind fucking on these personalities, whatever device or control they use, right? And they they said still to this day, being that they have been released from the government's experiments, they still love their captive. Still to this day, the people that imprisoned them and did all them fucking testing on them and, and, and treat them like shit, they still to this day love the person that did it. Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm's like a mother. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no way in hell. You love them, but they don't love you. I don't even want no love from them motherfuckers. We need to show each other love, period. All right, so in 1993, we got the domestic violence, whatever happens next. The Washington Post reported, I gave you that, John Hopkins, them sick motherfuckers. There we go. John goddamn Hopkins University in Maryland. The conference head was Colonel John B. Alexander, Program Manager for Non-Lethal Psychotronic Defense. Los Alamos National Laboratory. Attending the meeting, Neff, was Attorney General Janet Reno, military weapons specialist, and representatives from state and local police departments. The subject included radio frequency weapons, high-powered microwave technology, acoustic technology, voice synthesis, an application of extreme frequency electromagnetic fields to non-lethal weapons. Yo. Classified weapons are being passed to domestic law enforcement agencies, as shown by the 1995 ONDCP, that's the Office of National Drug Control Policy, International Technology Symposium, quote, counter-drug law enforcement. Applied technology for improved operational effectiveness. That's probably during the same time where all the police officers started implanting drugs, planting drugs onto people. <laughs> just, just giving a reason to stop them and then get them out their car and then put the drug in their car and then they search the car and find the drug. Counter drug law enforcement. Um. Oh, my goodness. Transition of advanced military technologies to civil law enforcement environment, end quote. There are some observers who fear that the burgeoning, 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 burgeoning narcotics industry is an ideal cover in which to transit non-lethal technologies to domestic political tasks. Whether this is merely a misplaced Orwellian Fear remains to be seen. However, organized crime is so global. Listen, organized crime is so globally organized that experts now believe it is impossible to eradicate or even effectively combat it. See that shit? All right, I'm going to give you all the last little bit. Oh, damn, I feel like hearing this nigga test This is Majid Al-Ghazali. Who is he? 
Who is this motherfucker? The following is an eyewitness testimony from Iraq describing the aftermath of the United States' use of experimental directed energy weapons from the movie Star Wars in Iraq. Gurrier Stellar Stellari in Iraq. D. Marizzo Torrialta e Sigfrido Ranucci. It's the filmmaker. The testimony was reported to American filmmaker Patrick Dillon a few weeks after the Battle of the Airport in April 2003. The person interviewed Majid al-Ghazali Ghazali, is a well-known and respected man in Baghdad who is the first violinist in the city orchestra. In addition to describing the battle, Majid wanted to show Patrick Dillon the site near the airport where this mysterious weapon was used, along with the traces of fused metal still visible and the irregular-sized ditches where the cadavers were buried before they were exhumed. We sought out Majid to hear more details of his story. We met up with him in Amon, and he pointed out some inexplicable peculiarities <laughs> on the bodies of the victims, the battle of the airport. Um, oh, another thing. I went to Egypt. We got to get them motherfuckers out of that bitch, too, for the record. Egypt was all native niggas and that bitch. They fucked up Egypt. I went to Egypt. All right. <clears throat> they couldn't say it any better. They Egypt looked like Babylon. They even took Egypt the bones like out New of Egypt looked like New York them. City, newbie. That shit <laughs> looked like crazy. New York City. Oh. Fucking disgusting, Your Honor. You talking about when we uh, took that trip out there? Was looking at them them spots? No, or not that time? not that day. Nah, 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 nah. I seen it the other day. Yeah. Um. What was our um? Damn, I forgot. It, it, I don't know. I don't know what I saw. Video or something. When I say I went to Egypt, I went to Egypt in somebody's video, and I saw that shit. You know the three pyramids of Giza. Yeah. And 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 right next to it ain't nothing but ugly ass New York fucking buildings. But Jella, I don't think missing is the ugly ass Statue of Liberty nigga, that man in that dress. Yeah, it's fu- oh my god. So, so yeah. they they going by way of Dubai? They want to be like Dubai now? Tall skyscrapers and shit in Egypt. Mhm. Yeah. I don't like that shit. They all got to go, man. <laughs> Anywhere where the sun shines, motherfucker, we got to kick everybody up out of that bitch that don't belong. If you're not melanin enriched, you got to go. If your hair does that. not grow towards the sun, you got to go. If you don't have a raspy, deep voice, you got to go. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> If you don't have high cheekbones, you got to go. If you don't have a wide nose and thick lips, you got to go. Yep, you got to go. All diamond jeans. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. If nobody wants your period blood, you got to go. <laughs> nobody wants your okay. placenta, you got to go. Okay. Yeah. If they don't want your uterus, you got to go. They don't want your fucking <laughs> uterus, you got to go. Got to get it for you. Yeah, I got to you know, end up back in them damn caves, eating flesh raw, fucking goats. They already doing that, though. We got to get rid of them, for real. Even the ones we like, man, we just kiss them goodbye, give them a hug, and tell them, see ya, <laughs> see ya. Right, right, right. We just yell, right, my key tied. right. Right, just tell them to write you, okay? <laughs> you gotta go, guys. I'm sick of this shit. God, dog, can't even go home to the motherland without getting goddamn permission. And what the fuck? Then them goddamn pale arrows looking at your ass like nigga, you don't belong. Get the fuck out of here. Cuba was never yours. It was all niggas. Let's put that on record. Morocco was never yours. Scotland was never yours. It's all niggas. You got to go. You got to get the fuck back. And I'm telling you, if there's any Abraham or Moses rise up amongst us, we're going to shoot you in the fucking forehead. Leave them motherfuckers in the fucking cave. Leave them in the fucking mountains. Leave them where the fuck don't you dare. Don't you dare. I don't give a fuck what you had a dream and God told you to go and fucking motherfucker. You'd be the first to get shot in the fucking head. This should, this should never happen again. Never happen a goddamn again. God damn it. <laughs> right, goddamn. I'm like, we are not doing this shit. And any nigga who think he am hotel, where you got to make the goddamn dog, snake, and the motherfucking cat and the rat. To help clean up them motherfuckers and make a pig, we shoot you in the head too, him hotel. That's the end of that. That'll be the end of that. Ain't no cleaning up no fifth no goddamn more. We're going to leave that, leave them motherfucker right where the fuck they at. And you're going to protect the Nubian territory, the land of Nubia, so they won't come down and rape our women. You brothers going to stand there, keep watch, and shoot them right between their motherfucker and their forehead, no chest, brain, aim for the head. So they won't come down and rape our women ever again. This is the end of this. I'm telling you, motherfucker, won't be doing that shit. And this time, Jeppet, we're going to shoot you in the fucking head if you ever go up there and fuck with one of them goddamn Neanderthal motherfuckers and create the job of man again. That'll be the end of that. And we've got to get rid of Jeppet. We're sick of this shit. <laughs> Jeppet, you got to go. Don't forget Yaku. Yeah. Yakub is an alien nigga that lived in the Greece, in the grotto. We ain't got nothing to do with that motherfucker, cause we ain't going that far in Greece. And them goddamn Hindus, we gonna take care of your ass last. We coming for you. It's a new goddamn warrior in in this fucking planet, and I'm running this bitch. We coming for the Hindus last, so that way it won't be a Yakub. Get rid of them first. Well, second. 
we got to rewind it. We got to start where we at all the way to get rid of the Hindu. And when them Anunnaki show up trying to goddamn have a conversation with one of our tribes, we're going to shoot them motherfuckers in the head. Trying to get one of our babies to goddamn use it for an experiment, then all hell break loose with this fuck ass shit. Won't well, that's the end of that? That's it. We're gonna shoot them in the head. All in favor? All that in favor? The, Give a fuck. That was the original we, slavery. We are not negotiating. We are not yep. negotiating. We are not You're negotiating. Right, we don't give a fuck if Inky is just like us. We don't give a fuck. We gonna shoot that nigga in the head too. This is never happening fucking again. We do not negotiate with aliens. And wolves and inky doites. <laughs> we do not. We are not negotiating. We do not negotiate with them niggas. J one with me. J one is gonna be the second in command because she understand this shit. Rest of you religious motherfuckers like really anything this or fuck that. Yeah, yours motherfucker, but not mine. We gonna shit. We gonna bust them. We gonna beat it between their eyes. Between their motherfucking eyes. Got me, J1? We're going to shoot every last one of them goddamn nappy-headed niggas on that fucking shit trying to negotiate to get us to do some experiment with them motherfuckers. We will have never again. We won't not. Will not. Will not. We shall not. Shall not. Shall not. You know? And then going to create a lab rat and get a lab rat dominion over the earth and bitches was here first. That shit don't even go together. Fuck them. J1 overstand me, goddammit. Fuck, we ain't no way, no fucking way. Look at it. Look, look, look at us now. Look at us now. Look at they, all of them, all these lab rats dictating about the real female, the real A-mom on this bitch. Fuck y'all. And then lobotomize the bitch and turn her and reduce her to a wife. Fuck that. None of that shit is happening. None of this shit will happen ever again. Ever again. And this time, we're not going to let Tiamat fight Mikael by her motherfucking self, J1. Ain't won't be no one-on-one. You got the goddamn fucking, hey, you nigga, we going to whoop your motherfucking ass, bitch, never again. <laughs> you ain't finna trick this bitch to fight you one-on-one. No, we're going to be right there and say, no, no, Tiamat, no, no. No, you ain't goddamn trained us just with no fuck that we're going to fuck this nigga up. This shit is not fucking happening ever again. Because Adam, descendants, and Noah was so-called perfect, and Canaan goddamn was born, and then some Hittites, some Amorites, some Jebusites, <laughs> some, all them Horites and shit. Fuck that. Never again you're going to mix with the disagreeable fucking goddamn Hindus and make some black-ass Asiatic niggas, no fucking way. We're done with that shit. We're going to help. Done with that life. Past that shit. Never again. Never again. This movie will not start over back to the beginning. Fuck no. That's a wrap, right, J1? They want you second in command, baby. Because you sick of this shit. All them motherfuckers. Anybody got a problem with it, you get the aid. Put it to the head or arrow, depending on how this shit ends. I don't know what type of weapon we're going to have. 
But my mind is my weapon. Do y'all remember when two men came to kill Honorable Elijah Muhammad? They pulled out a gun to kill him. Honorable Elijah Muhammad said it wouldn't be you that pulled the trigger. It would be Allah that pulled that fucking trigger. And the motherfuckers put that gun up and walked away. Malcolm didn't say it. It's claims that, you know, he was an E.T. He said there'd only be a lot of pull that fucking trigger. You won't be your monkey ass. No Little short-ass midget man said that shit to two goddamn tall-ass, dumb-ass niggas. Paid for and bought by COINTELPRO. Say what, newbie? I said that's unwavering faith right there. Hey, that nigga ain't on the books of being assassinated, is it? It was just his character. They knew they couldn't kill him. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, baby. Bad motherfucker. Um, I'll do the testimonies later, uh, four minutes after. Anybody want to say anything before I get up out of here? My switchboard is down. Anybody, I got the man of the hour coming up next <laughs> in the after party. Do you got anything? Anybody got anything good to share? No? Okay. No, well, no, that's no, my... No, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow, okay, slow. well, you talk. I'm going to go pee real quick. <laughs> no, because I had a question because we were listening okay, to that I'm one, and talk that one man of the hour. And okay. he was referring to in order to leave the Earth's atmosphere, you had to uh, actually hit the speed of light. So taking that into consideration, I'm saying that truly none of the shuttles really made it off of the planet then, if that's the truth, because none of those are traveling at the speed of light. That's just what I was thinking. Anybody interjecting? Oh, she said she was not looking back. Yeah, they had to break the speed of light, right, J1? And I'm saying I know that none of the shuttles broke the speed of light unless somebody knows something that I don't know. If he was referring to celestial bodies or Merkaba, I don't know, but he didn't say that. He said in order to leave the Earth's atmosphere, you had to break the speed of light. Yeah. yeah, we don't have all that technology, but God, oh, no, I know your sex got to be boring. You nah, it is. Got to... It really is. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> That's why your wife don't like it. That's right. <laughs> God, dog. Oh. This motherfucker, hey, you just can't keep it up, can you? Goodness gracious. What am I, what am I doing? I'm trying to hit the dismount and all that? I went to go pee. You folks keep get, talking. You can't keep nah, the shit up. Nah, what am I doing? I'm trying to hit the dismount. Get in and get out. Come on now. What are we doing? No, here? the point of it is you can't keep it up, boo. <laughs> 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 
And just so happy, man, I took a goddamn two-minute piss. I'm just listening to this nigga saying nothing. He's just quiet and, yeah, right, J1, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep it up, mean, keep talking till I come back. Got to pee. Um, now, what's the question regarding his speed of light? Because I keep seeing you type the speed of light. No, he was referring to in order for um, you to leave the atmosphere of the earth, you have to break the speed of light. That's what he and said. I'm saying none of the shuttles themselves actually broke the speed of light, so they really never left the Earth's atmosphere. The Earth's atmosphere, then. But see, here's the most interesting thing, right? That you said, because if we, if that damn tube that CERN has underground, twenty miles crossing over two countries, they using over what forty eight tera electron volts. That is breaking the speed of light, isn't it? Yeah. Right. 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 And let me ask this question then. When they say warp speed, what is that saying? Speed of light. Warp speed. So that's when they're saying warp speed, they're saying speed of light? I would think so. Okay, we need to know, because you know when you watch those movies like, uh, you know, Star Wars and all that type Mm -hmm. of shit, uh, Star Trek, yeah, I think they say warp speed ahead or some old shit, warp speed. Yep. So, yeah, we need to know, are they translating that as speed of light? Breaking the speed of light, is that, would that be warp speed? Because it's kind of like you got to go faster than 187,000 something, something, something feet per second, speed per second, whatever the fuck it is, light speed. You got to go past the light spectrum then, wouldn't you? Yep. Right. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering is warp speed is when they break the speed of light. You know what I'm saying? Based on what you're saying, Dr. York said, in order to do it, you have to break the speed of light. You have to travel faster than light. Then light travels. And what you're saying is that when people say, what up, A-Dot? You late, baby. We about to go home now. About to go back inside. We're hanging on the porch all night. But look, when so when they're saying, when you said that, um, when they take off in their little rocket ships and shit here and all the other countries that does it, you're saying, newbie, that they haven't broke the speed of light, so they're staying here. Correct. According I can to what receive he's that. And but you're okay, according to what he said. Right. But you're also saying so are you are you saying that you know for a fact that they haven't? left this so-called atmosphere, well, not this lower atmosphere, but the higher atmospheres itself. I'm saying that I know for a fact that they're not breaking the speed of light. Right, which means that they can't leave this bitch because you got to be faster than the speed of light. Breaking the speed of light is warp speed. Thank you, Ethereum. 
warp speed, extremely rapid speed, or state of activity, a hypothetical extremely rapid speed resulting from entering a separate dimension termed hyperspace. Okay, yeah, hyperspace. Uh, I said that earlier. Much faster than the speed of light. Yeah, that's warp speed. Okay, so when 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 I watched that trailer, Zena, that you gave us yesterday, or yeah, last night or this morning, <laughs> who knows, right? Of CERN, the way they show how that shit was traveling. You know, what I'm talking about the um the trailer for everybody was waiting on for uh, July fifth. The trailer they were talking about, how they showed it. And then once I read that article you dropped, I think they're, they're, they have broke the speed of light with that Hydron uh, Collider. Oh, Maybe. there's no question about that. Okay, 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 cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's but I think it's also something else that we're not looking at because they're not showing us. You know what I'm saying? If they showed us that, they got something really for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? They got something for real. If they showed us th- that hydro uh, collider, they got something for real, for real. I agree. Because, again, yeah. all they showed you was like a simulation. They really didn't show you the actual process itself. Mm, true. True. Yeah. Yeah, um, did they actually say they were opening up a door? Because that article seemed a little bit scripted, more movie-type script, the one I read last night or this morning. You know what I'm saying? So did they actually say that they were opening a door? I didn't get that from what, what was being expressed. Because all they were really talking about were, like, quirks and subatomic particles um, what else were they talking about? Uh, new-